7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hello. <laughs> I'm high. So trying to help. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi there. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Joe Santorsis, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. He's back with us, everybody. And there ain't no party like a Scranton party because a Scranton party is very no, deep. It is deep. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's voice is deep as Hitler's bunker tonight, everybody. Oh my god, it's kind of sexy. I am deep. <laughs> is that I, wrong that I'm saying that? It's I'm wrong, wondering, isn't it? I, I'm wondering if uh, I should... Uh, I, I might start squeaking! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know right what will happen. Uh, if, if, if that it does start to happen, you know what I'm going to end up playing? Yeah. Time to change! Yeah, maybe maybe on Tuesday I'll be into that phase, but right yeah. now I'm in the baritone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Giving Barry uh, the back, late Joe. late great Barry White a run for his money. Yes, and welcome back. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and Kim Jong Un uh, said if Joe doesn't quiet down, he's going to nuke Scranton. Oh, oh, time to change. Time yeah. to change. Time to change. <laughs> Not Scranton, no. Leave Scranton no. alone. What the hell? What yeah. the hell? What did Scranton ever do to Kim Jong Un? Well, he knows that's where uh, where where Joe's from, and he said, you know, he may just have to turn us in from the electric city to the glowing city. Oh, oh boy! Look out! Uh, yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm not too too concerned about North Korea's technology to hit Scranton. I don't think so. They'd never find us anyway. Yeah, really. So uh, <laughs> they probably find Canton, Ohio. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, Canton. We're just, we're just just east of of of, of uh, Cleveland. So yeah. you know. Hey, hey! If it falls short, I don't know what's going to happen to you. Ken. No. Uh, uh, Bush. <laughs> So anyway, welcome to the program, everybody. Um, Fat Donnie has been throwing a week-long tantrum, as we all know. Uh, <laughs> and, okay, so there was a meeting with uh, Pelosi and Schumer, and was anybody else there with, with uh, any other Democrats with him? Yeah, for that any, oh, a whole bunch. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah there was a whole bunch there. See, I missed all, there was missed a- out on a lot of this because I was on staycation and ignoring everything until like late in the game today. So I really didn't know what was going on. And I still yeah, kind of don't. It was Hoyer. It was... Um, it wasn't Cummings. Um, no, there was there was probably was- about eight eight other Democratic leaders that were... In, okay. Went to that meeting. So there were ironically a lot. enough, a lot of the people who said he was absolutely calm weren't there. Well. Well, and that's that's the thing. Apparently, he threw another tantrum with, because he wants his way because he thinks that you know he can act without Congress, which is not true. Uh, unless you want to you know pal around with Saudi Arabia and give them you know a bunch of weapons, then you can just go ahead circumvent the whole thing. You know, the nation that attacked us on 9-11. You remember that? Oh, um, yeah, that's a story. That's a story that broke today, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's been a Friday. It has been. It has been. <laughs> and um, so what happened is that there was a bit of audio that was going making the rounds um, uh, with uh, Giuliani and Trump, there was a, a, a heavily edited, uh, two heavily edited clips of Nancy Pelosi. Um, let's set it up by listening to, uh, this is CNN's Kate Baldwin and uh, David Chalian talking about the doctored videos that were going around and the, the sheer gravity of this. Even in the era of anything goes politics. I'm sorry, I, I still didn't even give it enough setup really because... But basically, it was a revenge tactic because Pelosi said a bunch of stuff about Trump. Uh, she said, say, "If I can, can I jump in because I think yeah, because it's too soon for me to play she, this." Go she ahead. said, "Before this temper tantrum in the Rose Garden, she had a meeting with Democratic leaders, and she came out and she said that Trump is involved in a cover up." Yes. So they were going to they you know they went. They, they had a pre-planned meeting to go to the White House to discuss, you know, it was Infrastructure Week, everybody. Woohoo! And Best one ever. I think, yeah, I think we all know that he walked out and he had this stupid thing in the Rose Garden and, and whatnot. But he was basically, he, his temper tantrum was because she said he's involved in a cover-up. Yeah. And multiple and, cover-ups, really. Yeah, he is. So he canceled the meeting. I, I, I don't think we have to cover that, all of that, do we? No, no. I mean, With, we you know, can... the pre-printed sign and the fact that yeah. they walked into the Oval Office and the curtains were closed. And, yes, they had handouts already passed out to the press. Yeah. And um, But I do have some audio from Nancy Pelosi that maybe we should play bef- before uh, I get to all the other stuff. Um, because these are relatively short clips, but uh, she was questioned on using the language of of a cover-up by a reporter. Yeah. And um, and this is is what her response was. Would you be prepared to do something differently from the pragmatism of getting more done, to not use phrases like cover-up or to not 
provoke him? Would you be open to that? Well, you had bought into his excuse. No, that I was not a reason that he did that yesterday. That was an excuse for him to do that. And with all due respect to your question, I am, do not intend not to honor my oath of office, nor do my colleagues in the House of Representatives, uh, to honor our oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution, which has a system of checks and balances, separation of power uh, in it. And again, it's a question of the American people understanding uh, that what he is doing is an assault on the Constitution of the United States. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. I hope he can, too. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> he can walk and have toilet paper on his shoe um, at the same yeah. time. He can. He did that successfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not one person. Not one person. There's a, a However, just, just so everybody... I don't know if the Wanda Sykes has a new comedy show on Netflix. Oh, my God, I saw a, that A stand-up. And there was one part where she was talking about Trump having the toilet paper on his shoe. And she's like, she's basically saying, you would tell somebody on death row if they had toilet paper on your shoe. Yes. But nobody yes. stopped him. <laughs> no, you, you would you would tell anybody, <laughs> but not Trump. You know, <laughs> not he, can't Trump. Walk in, he can't walk in and close an umbrella. That's oh, true. Yeah. That he he can't even do. stand still and close an umbrella. No. Do, do you have the clip of where she said he might need to take hiatus um i i didn't i don't i didn't see that one but i did hear uh okay. her saying that she she would pray for him and that his family might need to do something for him yes and then okay. so, all right i didn't i didn't want to step on our clips that's why i was asking, no but. no that's okay so uh, um but uh joe what were you gonna say uh she said he needs an intervention yeah well yeah. let's yeah let's listen to that clip real quick I pray for the President of the United States. I wish that his family or his administration or his staff would have an intervention for the good of the country. Yes, ma'am. Madam Speaker, would you be prepared to change your rhetoric, given the political landscape, your temperament, your prayer comments, almost suggest your concern about his well-being? I am. And the well-being of the United States of America. I should have played that one before the other one, because I think that's how that's the order they went in but yeah you know she's, she's gonna pray for him he needs an intervention um and she she's also gonna pray for america because of what a dire situation we're in yeah w with him being a complete unhinged lunatic yes i think it was in that in that press conference she also said that maybe he needs to take a break and it's it's a clip that I haven't been able to find i've read about mm -hmm. it on a num in a number yeah. of articles but he it, she's really i I don't think she's being sarcastic. I don't think this is one of those bless your heart no. type things. I really think she means I'm praying for him, and I really do believe her when she says I'm worried about him. I don't. She's a far better person than me. I'm no. Not. Oh, no, I, I yeah. don't believe that at all. I believe she had, she knows every freaking button to push on him, and she's going to push them. Well, <laughs> you could be on to something, Joe. Oh, yeah. They, she... she 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 don't care about. She, she could care less if he drives over a cliff like uh, uh, you know Thelma and Louise. He, she don't care. But there is something. I mean, it's, I'm not saying her. she's a cold, she's she's a cold-hearted person. She's not praying for him. That's what I'm trying to say. I think okay, you're right. all right. I'll give you. I'll yes, but I do think uh -oh. she's concerned. I do think she's a nice oh. person. 
I think she's concerned about the United States of America. I think she's concerned about our republic. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think she's concerned she... about the Constitution. And I think yeah. she knows that this malignant tumor that's in the White House is a threat. Oh, yeah. She knows that um, she's got some free rent in his head. Oh, and yeah. You know what else she gets? If he's a malignant tumor, she's the chemotherapy. Well, yeah. listen listen to this clip. Uh, this is this is her uh, talking about uh, the I word. Here you go. This is from the same the same press conference. The president may have engaged in impeachable offenses. Yeah. Yet yet today you're saying you're not on a path to impeachment. Can you explain why you are opposed to launching an impeachment inquiry? Many of your members want to do. Uh, let me be really very clear. Uh, The president's behavior in terms of his obstruction of justice, the things that he is doing, is very clear. It's in plain sight. It cannot be denied. Ignoring subpoenas, obstruction of justice. Yes, these could be impeachable offenses. Uh, But I intend not to... uh, The three things, you might understand it better if you remember these three things. We want to follow the facts to get the truth to the American people with a recognition to that no one is above the law and three that the president is engaged in a cover-up and that is what my statement is how we deal with it is a decision that our caucus makes and our caucus is very much saying whatever we do we need to be ready when we do it and I do think that impeachment is a very divisive place to go in our country and what we can get the facts to the American people through our investigation, it may take us to a place that is unavoidable in terms of impeachment or not. Uh, but we're not at that place. So I think I played those clips in exactly the opposite order of the way they should have been played. <laughs> it's uh, fine. But the message is there. It's, it's fine. I mean, she... You know, when when everybody focuses on the fact that she's like, we're not at this place of impeachment yet, mm-hmm. um, and and all of that, she said so much in there, but what she did, what she did actually accuse him of, without question, was he obstructed justice. Okay, so now she said that. My apologies, because apparently one of the negligent landowners around here decided that 7.14 uh, uh, Eastern Time is the proper time to go out and weed whack their long lawn. How charming. <laughs> and, do- and, and now Doctor came in, and he's, like, moaning at me. Aw. Doc. Hi, Doctor. Doc. Meow, 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 meow. Doc is safer away from the meow. weed whacker. Say meow. Yeah, yeah. He's not going outside. No. Um, but yeah, she she flat out accused him of obstructing justice. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and, least, and and a cover up, and and saying that yeah, impeachment is you know it's divisive. She said we're not there yet, but yet. It, it's 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 uh, stacking up. I mean, for her, you know, this is this is pretty serious, you know. So. Um, but so with all of this that's been out there after again you know trump's temper tantrum uh the meeting her press appearances um what does the trump cult do well they take to twitter and they start disseminating fake news that they like to accuse everybody else of doing um excuse me and um 
now uh, the clips from Kate Baldwin and David Chalane and Chalian, I'm sorry, uh, on CNN. This is this is a. Uh, you know they're they're really taken aback by this because uh, essentially what they're doing is they're manipulating video and audio, like I do. That's what the Trump cult's doing. They but they're doing it in um, not in a three hour podcast that leans heavily into the comedy. You know where right. I, I'm blatantly you know if I do something like that, you know I'm that you know I'm not manipulating something without telling you or I'll, I'll go real ham handed and say, Oh yeah, real audio. Um, <clears throat> but no, they're going without context other than something's wrong with her. And, uh, Kate Boldwan in this clip, she, she plays the original and then she plays what they did with the, uh, with the audio of the, of the other one. And it's, it's some of, uh, what we heard, from the clips already or if it or, or other clips from the same press conference even in the era of anything goes politics this is jarring a doctored video that attempts to make it look like nancy pelosi is slurring her speech and it goes viral and it's not just that it was shared by at least one of the president's closest advisors right now attorney rudy giuliani let me show you the real video first and then the fake so you can see it for yourself and then he had a press conference in the Rose Garden with all this um, short sort of visuals that obviously were planned long before. And then he had a press conference in the Rose Garden with all this um, short sort of visuals that obviously were planned long before. YouTube removed the video, but it's still out there and has been viewed millions of times. A spokesman for Pelosi says that the speaker is not is not going to comment on, quote, sexist trash. But there is more. President Trump has jumped into all of this now, tweeting out a video. Here's the picture of the Twitter feed of his of his Twitter feed that that video is edited to make it appear that the speaker was basically falling all over her words in her press conference yesterday. It aired that video, that montage on Fox Business, and the president's tweet about it says Pelosi stammers through news conference. Joining me right now is CNN political director David Chalian. First, the actual manipulated video, and then that video on Fox Business that the president's been pushing around. David, I mean, it's so... St I don't know how the way to say it. This is so stupid um, that someone would try to push it around, but it's also super dangerous that this isn't on some far reaches of the dark internet, this is the President of the United States saying this about any American, especially the Speaker of the House. I mean, can you just officially declare that politics, American politics, are broken and just, like, go home at this point? Well, well I do think that uh, what we see across social media platforms uh, is indeed breaking American politics as we know it. And, and it is something that every candidate is going to have to grapple with. We saw this in 16. It's going to be more prevalent uh, as we go into 20. Obviously, Kate, as you're doing now with this segment, we in the press have a job to do to call out this crap when we see it and identify it as that and, and hopefully inform the public. But that is not uh, going to stop. As you said, 1.4 million views already. So uh, this is right. a really dangerous practice. And then having it amplified by a Rudy Giuliani or a, a President Trump, um, I mean, that just yeah. puts it, you know, on turbocharge. So uh, I do think uh, that this is going to be a major component of this upcoming election season that every candidate, uh, including President Trump, I don't... Uh, take him out of that is going yeah. to have to guard against 
Yeah, so uh, they're, the fake news cycle for 2020 from the Trump cultists uh, has already been gone. Even though they're not by running... The president. Yeah, by, by him and his attorney. And um, and so you, you have that bullhorn, you have that bully pulpit, that soapbox, and every last Trump cultist out there is going to run with that and share it over and over and over again. Yeah, YouTube deleted the video. It's everywhere else. Doesn't matter. Yeah. People have that. Th- have it's downloaded on the it. President's freaking Twitter feed. Sure, one of them. Sorry. So that's okay. Yeah, the one where he's wearing, the, where she's wearing the pink dress. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really important to point out that this was these were two different videos. Mm-hmm. The one, well, the one that Rudy Giuliani tweeted out. And I know a lot of other people did, but Trump and Giuliani, they're you know certified accounts, and they have the bullhorn. The one that Giuliani tweeted out was from her cap. Um, she went to the Center of American Progress and gave a mm-hmm. speech there. And then the one that Trump tweeted out was from her press conference. I believe it was yesterday. Because mm-hmm. I, I I think in color. So one was the blue dress, one was the pink dress. Well, and and we have stunned. Yeah, and and you have people like. Did you hear that the Krastein brothers were uh, permanently banned from Twitter? Yes, they were accused of about that. They 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 were accused of uh, having a. Were they accused of having fake followers? I mean, Trump had a lot of fake followers. Did he get banned for that? Twitter, you know, Twitter said they're not going to ban him. They're disseminating, you know, fake news. You know, uh, you know, I mean, they're spreading malicious lies about Nancy Pelosi. You know, saying she's drunk. Saying, you know, I mean, it's 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 it goes beyond it goes beyond them trying to make it sound like she's drunk. Today on the White House lawn. Trump actually said she's not the same. Have you heard her lately? Oh, yeah, yeah. And what he's trying to make it sound like, and and this really pisses me off because this is really sexism and ageism. They are trying to make it sound like she is a woman who doesn't have her wits about her anymore because she's older. That's really, to me, what I hear going on. Because the truth is, is that Nancy Pelosi is older. I'm fine with that. Her brain is right there. It's smart as hell, but she doesn't. She doesn't talk as quickly as she used to when she was, you know, sixty or fifty. Well, another thing too is some of those points where she was actually were accused of stammering over her words. She was choosing her words carefully. Exactly, and that's she why I was think she's still because as sharp as ever. We've never been in a situation like this where people have to really mince their words. You know, I I mean, I don't think anything she said was stammering or slurring. It's not like she was saying that. God bless the United States. I didn't even touch that. I just clipped it out. I didn't have to do anything to that. You can find a million clips of him not making sense. Sniffling, repeating himself three, four, five, six fucking times. You know, the same thing over and over. Uh, how mentally sound do you think it is that he had a press co- he had a press conference the other day, supposed to be talking about farmers, but made it all about him and how he didn't have a tantrum. 
you know, making people testify in the room about it. And we'll get to that. But well, that's um, the thing. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, she, you can, it, I watch her. You watch her. Joe watches her. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of our, you know, viewers watch her. She uses her words very carefully and very calculated. Yeah. Yeah, I- exactly. And she has to. Yeah. She has to because she's fighting Trump on this side as second in line to the White House, by the mm-hmm. way. And on her side, she's got at least 30, at least 30 members of her, of the Democratic caucus who are calling for impeachment. And she's trying to say, slow the roll. Whether or not yeah. I agree with it, that's one thing. But she's saying, slow the roll because we need to play this the right way. Yeah, and it, what what they're doing to her is disgusting. What what Trump and yeah. Giuliani are, it, it it irritates the hell out of me. Well, here's the good news: it's not working. No. Thank in you, fact, Charles. it's 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 blowing up in their face, fabulously. So there, she and, knows exactly how to manipulate these people. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, that's true. I, Depending on the, the time of day, you, you can get me from impeach him now to Nancy knows what she's doing. But <laughs> overall <too. laughs> this week, overall this week, I say Nancy knows what she's doing. She got two important court cases in her favor. And if she could unearth all these details on a fast track in the courts, yeah. then... You know, it's the same as, and she could avoid the I word, as he, as, as Donnie says. Um, she can and keep pushing his buttons. Well, you know, she's going to drive him over a cliff. He is not a stable person. Not at all. He's not, he's he's not a stable not, genius. He's not. Well, we'll have even a stable. He's a. He's not even a stable imbecile. Wait he's till. He's, he's wait till you guys hear the audio that I have from Howard Stern later. Where do you hear that stuff? It, it's gonna, it's it's gonna blow your minds. Um, it, because he makes some really salient points about the mental health of Trump. Um, and she the, really Theo, his buttons. Theo says she it's does. an attempt to play the Hillary's ill scam again, plain and simple. And oh, uh, that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's exactly. And what yeah, it that's, and it's also an assault on females. Yeah. It's assault on women. It's an assault that they're too weak to handle this shit. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Joe. So I, yes, that's exactly what it is, and I I hope I, I I don't hope I know people are smarter than this now. I I do I do believe people are smarter than this now, but it, some are. Well, some I gotta are, pull. I, yeah, I want to play this. Need. I want to play this last clip from Kate Baldwin and. Uh, uh, David Chalane, before we uh, go to the break. I am fearful of what this means for 2020. And I don't, I, I'm not saying that just flippantly. Because, I mean, Rudy Giuliani, as you mentioned, he pushed around the manipulated video of Pelosi. He eventually deleted it. I want to make sure to say that. This morning, he kind of oh. sent out something of a response. His first tweet on it was completely unintelligible with some strange gift that I don't even know what it was. But then he also wrote this. First, she should withdraw her charge, which hurts our entire nation, when she says that the president needs an intervention. So basically, I take... That, does. that he's saying a manipulated yeah. video to send out is fine because she criticized the president if that is what it looks like is what it, 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 it that is what it looks like we aren't even close to the general election yet i am really scared is what it means when we get there 
Uh, yeah, no, this isn't even quite a child playground argument where, you know, oh, she started it. Uh, what Rudy Giuliani is saying here is that he's justifying the dissemination of a yes. completely manufactured, falsely a doctored video to create a false impression. He's trying to compare that to something Nancy Pelosi said about the president in front of a room full of reporters at a press conference where she was taking questions. I, the things are not the things are not comparable. Um, and uh, this uh, is is part of you can see what's happening here, right? You saw yesterday the president started calling her crazy Nancy. He said mm-hmm. she's lost a step. What they're they're trying to build a narrative now, a real negative frame around Nancy Pelosi in a way that the president quite frankly had not done to date because he sees her now as the most fierce political opponent he's facing. And just as kind of leaving me, you mentioned media needs to do a good job, a better job at calling things out when things need to be called out. But also, this just is a very stark, important reminder that voters need to be smart. I mean, they need to take it upon themselves to look at what they're watching, what they're reading, question it, question where it is coming from before they take it as fact. It's not easy when we move, when the news comes at you at light speed, but that is what is going to be required um, now, especially when it comes to divisive, this divisive election that we're entering. And the campaigns are going to have to adjust to this reality yeah and do it fast yeah and we will faster we we will uh, adjust and uh we have been adjusting for a very long time that's a really important thing on this show right Mm -hmm. here something i've always said if you know i've i've on air checked my co-hosts and my co-hosts have checked me on a store on stories like you remember i got duped into something that i didn't vet heavily enough when i thought trump really believed that the oval office was haunted uh, <laughs> you know because it seems i'm not convinced that was a fake story yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's lots of ghosts of food hovering around there you know farts um but uh you know uh but fast the, food the ghosts thing, the but thing is is that you know i I need, personally, this is my need and my want, I need and want media to be more forceful in well, that's why back I, against That's people. why I appreciate Kate Baldwin saying that, because yeah, final, I, finally, I, somebody, yeah. finally somebody's saying that, unlike, you know, fucking asshole Chuck Todd, who's like, it's oh, not the God. media's job to, to explain what Obamacare is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. It is his. It is his job. It's his and job. I, if, if the if the if the bar has gotten this low, where now media and I'm not knocking Baldwin. I'm. I'm. You know, I don't like to knock legitimate press. I don't. But if we're getting to the point where the bar is so low, where now, oh my God, Nancy Pelosi and a drunk video. We need to check it out more. I just want them to step it up because. I don't well, care how much, how many more people you need to hire. Yeah. The lies and the bullshit that comes out of this administration, it, it's it's a fire hose. It really is. I swear to God, I would love to have the job of an audio video fact checker because I can spot fake shit right away, like that audio of Nancy Pelosi being slowed down. You cannot you cannot digitally slow somebody's audio down. I mean, you can do it. In a professional studio with analog or really, really high quality audio and video editing editing equipment, but on a computer like what I have, a PC or a Mac or something like that, you can't just go use Audacity and make a seamless uh, 
you know, pitch down or pitch up without there being some kind of digital artifacts in there that muddy the audio. And you blatantly hear it in the, that Pelosi video that they slowed down. You hear it in everything when I pitch somebody down or pitch somebody up. There are digital artifacts in there that cause a, a distortion that sounds fake. It makes it sound, yeah, you fucked with that audio. You know, it, one of the most messed up things about this, though, those videos that they put out were catered specifically to people who wanted to believe that. Absolutely. That's, and we'll, we that's got, the problem. Yeah, and we'll have more on that later because it made its way onto Fox. It was on Fox Business, and uh, I don't want to spoil the surprise on who was on Fox and Friends talking about it uh, because uh, let's just say it's a it's a it's a brain trust. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we we got to go to the break right now. <laughs> I got a song for Trump and Giuliani and everybody else uh, from Macaroni that I like to play, and this has not been digitally manipulated by me. I'm not sure what Macaroni did when he recorded it, but um, I think he threw some middle fingers in the air, right? So uh, I think that was organic too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no digital fingers. Uh, all right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time what you need when someone breaks your heart and says me and you we need some time apart this is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder this is what you play when the police pull you over this is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do right they take you for granted this is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This 
This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! 
Let's kill Kenny, you bastard! I've worse, it's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And joining me, as always, on the program, uh, the one and only Joe Santorsa, owner-operator of Joe's Clown Car Garage, located in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Carmel Show. Welcome back. Yes, and boom goes the nukes. <laughs> boom, shakalaka. <laughs> um, and uh, maybe, maybe I, I've not played boom shakalaka in a while. Maybe we'll uh, go ahead. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka. And boom, boom, shakalaka. Goes, goes right, right there. there. Scranton. Uh, <laughs> Scranton. Scranton. Goes right, Scranton. Uh, and <laughs> Rain from Floor Freedom's blog, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Welcome back to the program. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. So, oh, uh, well, here's what I got for you. The problem with this program is it would be really easy to fake. All you got to do is put somebody else's DNA in your mouth. It was a really big gavel. For a moment, she sounded like she had gavel envy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that, Steve, if you don't mind. I just don't feel comfortable. The mainstream media known to make up stories about, about the Department of Homeland Security, how they were doing preliminary testing on a DNA device. However, the TSA says it will not be testing this technology. We apologize for it. Chris, can you hear us? I, I can hear you. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, well, all of your viewers are thinking. Mm-hmm. Which is? What a bunch of dopes. <laughs> uh, what a bunch of dilks, actually. Uh, because this is Fox and Friends, the Dilk Edition. Diamond and Silk, everyone. You know, they really should rename the show Fox and Retractions. Because they have to fucking correct so many damned stories on this stupid, miserable show. Fat Donnie's morning vibe. Um... <laughs> But uh, they um, ew. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that is. Ooh, a- um. <laughs> so anyway, is probably filled with syphilis. Dilk, who Fat Donnie wouldn't give the time of day if they didn't uh, polish his taint on a daily basis. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So, uh, um, but you know, I mean, he wouldn't give any of the, the dummies who, who come out from the Gene Hubers of the world. I've got a cardboard box, you know, (laughs) (laughs) he was, man, I love this. (laughs) Uh, thank you for what you do to us, Mr. President. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, well, yeah, here, uh, I've got it. Is it true you have a six-foot cardboard cutout of Donald Trump that you talk to? I absolutely do. Actually, I have two, because my five-year-old son made President Trump have a mustache. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, sorry, that's so quiet. Oh, it's quiet. Yeah, really. Uh, Are you sure he didn't cut a hole in the mouth? Uh, so, <laughs> I'm you know, in hindsight, in hindsight, didn't that dude sound a lot like Scaramucci? It, uh, he sounded a lot like Fredo. I can handle things. I'm smart. Yeah. I'm like everybody smart. says, like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. And I thought the cardboard boxes. And there uh, was no holes in there. And there was a mustache on the one. 
Yeah, but it's not a. It's, it was it's a, a downstairs. He, he drew a downstairs mustache on him. So. Still around. <laughs> a downstairs mustache. An upper deck mustache. So anyway, we're we're going off track here. Dilk, we we got to focus on the Dilk uh, before us. Uh, <laughs> Diamond and Silk are all ready to just go spreading the fake news about Nancy Pelosi, the fake video, and they start. They, these are some of the most disgusting lies. I have ever heard allowed to be broadcast about a politician. Uh, Diamond and Silk, you aren't, I'm not a woman, but guess what? I'm saying you're not women now either for the way you attack Nancy Pelosi here. You're fucking disgusting. You know, I'm I'm not a woman. I don't think I can revoke a women's card. But no, they're um, women. But they're not allies. And, yeah. Um, they don't have the women card anymore. Yeah. So yeah. they're still women. But well, uh, they, 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 in, they, don't, in, they don't get to come to the cookout. They're 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 women by pff, yeah I don't know. They don't, they're uninvited to the cookout. They're yeah. Not. Uh-oh. Well, <clears throat> so they it. they'd probably bring Uh-oh. Entenmann's or something store bought. So, uh, they but would bring potato salad with raisins. Oh God, uh, what's wrong with the world? Who's Diamond Dilk. Dilk. Dilk would do it. Um, or maybe they'd bring their own <laughs> beverage called Dilk. Oh, God, what's that made out of? <laughs> so, uh, nice war- room temperature glass of Dilk. <laughs> Dilk is made from Trump nuts. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's not. A- so you're saying there's not a lot to go around. Uh, all right. So Dilk being disgusting and anti-woman all the way. Nancy Pelosi did say that the president uh, was involved in a cover-up or is involved in a cover-up, uh, said that he had a, a temper, temper tantrum. tantrum. But yeah. what I think what is interesting about yesterday, ladies, is I think for the first time the president used a nickname with Nancy Pelosi. I don't remember him ever using a nickname for her until yesterday he started calling her Crazy Nancy. Well, listen, yeah. we're all questioning her mental capacity. Yeah. She always capacity. looks like she has a non-functioning alcohol. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm I'm questioning your mental capacity when you say compacity. I'm okay, sorry. I didn't hear that correct. I am sorry, but compacity is not a word. I understand people have accents, people have dialects, things like that. But compacity is not a fucking word. So, yeah, I'm questioning questioning your mental capacity. If you say compacity, and she slur her words, she's rambling over her words. And what I don't know, she's rambling over her words. When you're when you ramble, it means you're saying a lot of words. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) This lady is almost eighty years old. One of the most powerful women. Ageist women in the world, yeah. yet she has control over whether we get the funding we need for our borders, right. you know, and other things. They want to push these phony investigations what? and not legislate. That's they right. want to act. They want to try to reselect a pre- another president uh-huh. instead of going on what we, the American people, we. No, you, um. you, the minority of people in this country who voted for Trump, not us. If he breaks the fucking law, he's not above it, Dilk. If he elected this 
president. That's right. They are up there to, to make laws, not break, break laws. Law. And we are, the American That's people right. are tired. She yeah. is truly the poster child for term limits. She is deteriorating like a snowflake. And I truly what? advise Nancy Pelosi what? to stop zucking with the president Zucking. and leave him what? the H-E-L-L alone. Uh, what? Oh, uh, wait, what? Yeah. I, they, they referred to her as a non-functioning alcoholic. Okay. A non-functioning alcoholic is dead. A high-functioning <laughs> alcoholic... A high-functioning non-functioning alcoholic. A, a high-functioning al- alcoholic is somebody who can go out and do keep a job and, you know, give a speech, whatever. You know, you can be That's an alcoholic. A alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, well, a high, yeah. They're a functioning alcoholic, high functioning alcoholic. I don't do. But anyway, no non functioning. You're dead. You you died of alcohol poisoning. That means that you're not an alcoholic. You died of alcohol poisoning. Your liver died. Whatever. You're dead. That's a non alcoholic. That's it's a non functioning alcoholic. So, it took Fox and Friends a while to find out. Ducey played the played dumb. And for as long they, for for less than half the time they allowed Dilk to ramble, uh, they this issued is a Fox and Friends. I just want to yeah, this is Fox that. and Friends, and okay. uh, for so for less than half the time they uh, let Dilk uh, ramble with their words uh, and make words up like compacity. Is that like compacity? Is that when you you have a I don't know, a, a, a good ability to deal with compacts, you know, <laughs> maybe, um, maybe. but, uh, but yeah, so, so in less, less than half the time, they let them ramble and lie and, and, and put out hateful, ageist, sexist remarks about Nancy Pelosi. Oh, they issue their correction. During the Diamond and Silk uh, segment, they mentioned Nancy Pelosi. I think that I was unfamiliar with what they were talking about. I'm looking at foxnews.com. There's a Manipulated videos of Nancy Pelosi edited to falsely depict her as drunk spread on social media. And according to a report from the Washington Post, experts believe the original video was slowed down to 75% from the original and that her pitch was also manipulated in order to present her under the influence. Not a real video. It's doctored. Hold on a second, Steve Ducey. You read that from the Washington Post? Isn't that fake news? Well, he he said that he read it from Fox News at first, which meant that Fox News quoted the Washington Post. Hmm. I hate these people so fucking much. I really do. They're so transparent people. I value my hatred. I know a lot of people say they don't like to hate. I love to hate. I love to hate Steve Ducey. I love to hate Dilk. I love to hate Donald Trump. I love to hate Sarah Hickabilly Slanders. So, with that, with my... My restaurant. With my hatred, I decided to, oh, you know, edit some Trump audio. So, uh, I decided to take some out-of-context things here and um, make Trump sound like he was dumber and drunker than normal. So I did the same thing since he felt, he and Rudy felt it was uh, legit to share audio of Nancy Pelosi slowed down and taken out of context. I thought I would do the same for him. So this is Trunk, Trunk, Trump, 
Um, this is Trump. It, trunk is a drunk Trump. Um, so here is uh, Donald Drunk. In uh, th- these are clips from his little. Uh, he-, he was supposed to be meeting with farmers yesterday, but then he yeah. just decided to start calling on cabinet members to come forward and in you know and say no, sir, you were very calm in the meeting. You were calm and to the point. Uh, so basically, I just chopped it down to him rambling, not over his words, with his words, rambling. Yeah, I took some liberties here and there, slowed it down. And uh, left people's little answers in there, and then there's beeps, you know, between. Uh, but yeah, listen, you'll get you'll get the the gist. Is uh, Sarah Kellyanne? Where are you? Uh, is Sarah there? Come here a minute. You were in that room, Kellyanne. But uh, uh, Kellyanne, what was my temperament yesterday? Very calm, no temper. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, is Sarah there? Uh, Mercedes, uh, you're always a straight talker. You were in that room yesterday? Yes, sir. What was my attitude when I walked in? Did I ever scream? No, you were very calm and you were very direct. Uh, is Sarah there? Sarah? Larry, were you at the meeting? Oh, i fantastic. Uh, what was my attitude yesterday at the meeting? Mercy's right. Uh, Kellyanne's right. You were very calm. And you laid out the case. Hi, Sarah. Uh, is Sarah there? We're just talking about the meeting. You were there yesterday? Were you? Yes. Sarah, uh, we're just talking about the meeting yesterday. Uh, but just out of curiosity, you were there. What was my tone yesterday at the meeting? Uh, very calm. Uh, is Sarah there? The reason I asked them to say, because this happened to me once before with the same group. Uh, is Sarah there? But... Uh, I did it because we had this instance at least once before where I was very, very calm on another occasion. The reason I didn't do that is because I didn't want them to say I would do that, but they said it anyway. Uh, I saw Obama. Oh, uh, uh, is Sarah there? There you go. (laughs) Is Sarah there? (laughs) He did ask for Sarah a couple of times in that thing, right? Uh, yeah, he did, he did, but I put, I, I went back and I put it in about six more times. I, I, I need, Joe, I need you to that Photoshop. Very dishonest. I need you to Photoshop an image of him on the deathbed going, Sarah there. <laughs> or, or just crying in his beard. I'm working on something better already. Oh, good, good. Yes. Is Sarah there? Is, so. Is Sarah there? I liked when he just brought up Obama out of the blue, too. Obama! <laughs> yeah, see, this is where I think he really is. is he, he, he's dementia, guys. Yeah. He's obsessed with Obama. And and I, I really loved 
No, it was very funny, Ken, but I really Thank love you. that you slowed it down because I'm telling you, I worked at nursing homes. I worked at a nursing home. I worked on the fifth floor where, the, you know, this is where when they get to the fifth floor, they're not coming home. They're, they, this is where they go. Their brains, it, it's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. It really is a sad thing. But you slowing his voice down sounded a lot like those fifth floor patients. Yeah. Yeah, Theo. Theo, yeah, mind is gone. Theo didn't catch it, but yes, I did. uh, I, 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 he asked. um, He said, "Okay, did someone slow down Dolt Forty Five's voice? He sounds pretty hammered. The incoherency and tangents are par for the course." Yes, I did. I slowed it down. I took uh, words, moved them around. I did a lot of stuff with it because that's what uh, the Trump cult did to Nancy Pelosi. So I thought I can do it better and funnier. And people will know that it's fake. You know? Do we? You, you labeled it fake. Is Sarah there? <laughs> I mean, I, again, God bless the United States of America. Yeah. I God don't. bless the United States. See? I didn't touch that. This is, this is a little scary, Ken. Yeah. So, so Dilk wants to talk about... You know, they want to be ageist and they want to be sexist. Well, I, uh, I've i heard way too much. Okay, first of all, the one thing about Trump, to me, that strikes me that his mental capacity is impaired and has been for a long time, is that he has to repeat himself like three times constantly. I've noticed that since he first started running, everything in threes within a very short structure of a rambling sentence. Yes, rambling with his words, not over his words. <laughs> his compacity um, is not so good. Uh, you know, I mean, and just weird things that he said in the past. I have the best words. I went to the best school. Was your school really the best? Because I don't think it was Harvard or Yale. I actually think when he said I had the best words, he repeated that. I have the best words, the best words. Yeah, so much. So much repeating and uh, just redundancy in his sentences. And, like, I I went out, and that's why, you know, I, I found... I just took out the clips... Of him asking people, what was my, what was I like? What was my demeanor like? You know, because everybody knew they were going to ask him that question after he asked the first person. But then he went back and he had to ask everybody else the same fucking question. Three times. Every time. And even people who weren't there. Yeah, yeah. Hogan Gidley came out and said that it, oh no. <laughs> I mean, it, there could be a case where he literally didn't know how he acted in the Rose Garden the other day. He knew how he acted because it was all planned. Well, it might have been all planned, but he might not have remembered how he acted. I, no, I'm telling true, you, I really true. think it's not an unfair thing to say that he doesn't remember what he does from one moment to the next. It's true. It's true. So, anyway, um, let's go ahead and go to the break, because uh, we have some other stuff I want to uh, get to when we come back with uh, Bobber. Uh, 
Um, and um, I don't even know where we're going to go because I think I want to save the... Maybe we'll do the Buttigieg stuff um, last tonight because I think the Howard Stern stuff might be more uh, timely, quantifiable, and oratund, if you know what I mean. Um, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. It is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll save the Mayor Pete stuff for the end of the show tonight, and maybe the Sebastian Gorka as well. Because <laughs> speaking of pitching things, um, I pitched him up. I have a new target. So anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. Get Bobber on with us, and we'll be re- right back with a couple more hours of fun here on Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition. Right after this, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, smooth talking, jive talking, street thug. KennyPick.com. Light. Out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Do you know what an Oreo is? An Oreo? R? No, not an Oreo. An R-E-O. R-E-O. Real estate? What's the O stand for? E-organization. Owned. Real estate owned. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly, uh, Radio for Humans. I've got murder on my mind right now groundhog murder because there are there are yeah the yeah there are susan reported that she saw five groundhogs over on the vacant lot that they're reworking they're they're fixing up the house but the construction crew hasn't been there in several days and almost like two weeks so apparently these groundhogs have moved in and she under looks like under the house that they're fixing right now so, I'm really pissed off about that, and I want to catch them and drown them. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I wish I had a freezer that I could freeze them to death in or something. I don't know, but I want to catch them, and I want to kill them. I just want them dead, because they're going to start coming over here, and they're going to start digging under my garage, and I'm going to start, oh my god, I'm going to lose my shit. So you can eat them. I hate no. I would never eat one of those filthy rats. They're disgusting. Um, so they stink. They have stink glands in them too. If you, if you're not careful, if you don't cut out the stink gland, some hillbilly told me this when I was a kid. Yeah, they have stink glands in them, like a skunk. 
and ugh, uh, so yeah, eating them. I don't think so. No, no, groundhogs. I hate them. I hate them. Even the babies. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. How are you? Oh my goodness. Oh my wow. goodness. Oh, well, I'm okay. I I feel like maybe we should send you some have a heart. We tracks. got nine groundhogs from underneath our old deck last year. Nine. <sighs> okay. I, I, and there's five next one. door now. There's five I mean, next I'm door. Not, I'm not a fan of And they're going to start banging each other, and there's going to be like a hundred if we don't do something about it. Get a dog. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. This is probably the best excuse in the world to get a dog right now. But well, I'll tell you what. I'm kind of not kidding about this, Ken. I'm not kidding either. Not people, but I'm not kidding. I mean, I'd want to. I'd want to put up a, a, a. We'd have to put up a, a big fence around the yard because I wouldn't want you know take chances, um, of a dog getting out. But uh, anyway, welcome back to Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, can you electrocute groundhogs in Scranton? Oh, stop! <laughs> Did you? God, did, did you ever watch um, Caddyshack? Yeah, kill that thing too. Well, get a hose. Well, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real vigilant. Not so good. I'm gonna be real vigilant securing my property uh, this year. Uh, but well, here, hmm. I have something for rain anyway. Uh oh. Here, here's an here's. I know you're not a Game of Thrones fan. But you Uh-oh. might like this image. Okay. It, I call it Dracaris. Yeah. Okay. Get a flamethrower. I see what you're saying. See? But didn't, there it is. didn't she die? I, hey, I what are you that. doing? Oh, sorry, what are you doing? Alert. Why would you do that? Because I, I suck. Are you... Uh, what? Are, 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 uh, should I call you Megan now? Sorry, I suck. Megan McCain? Oh. Did she do that? She ruined. She spoiled the the part of the ending of Game of Thrones. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm in sorry. front and, okay, and poor Sonny Hostin was like, "I'm only on season four. I'm watching it with my son." Uh, um. Well, anyway, my picture is in a. I still a love that. Oh, okay. That. All right. Uh, okay, so I put the picture. That was in. her. That was her first time where she was goading him. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Who's, Who's a good boy? boy? Oh, there you That's, go. Uh, That's, uh, that's nice, Nancy Tar- Nancy Targaryen. Are you using that for for uh, for the show on Sunday? Oh no, no, we're having the best of the clown cars. Oh, okay. I'm saving the image. <laughs> and last but not least, Bobber Bobber for Freedom's That's... Blog, uh, Washington D.C. The Braumeister. Oh, we have a, a jingle to play for you. Hello, Bob. Want to help me ki- help me kill some hogs? Absolutely. Nice. I appreciate That's, that. Uh, Let's get all medieval on them. Yeah. I'm telling you what. Those things are disgusting. They stink, too. Oh, God, do they stink. Hello, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Joe pitched himself down with... (laughs) He did. Is that from from not getting any sleep the last few few days? (laughs) Yes. I don't know what it's from. But well, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. but yeah, still kind of sexy. Sorry. And, and oh, Michelle in South Florida says groundhogs are responsible for my aunt's gout. 
I don't know how that works. Maybe okay. she ate them. Huh? Or may, or she said, or maybe mine. No, they're not responsible for my gout unless I'm stomping on one of their heads and I re-injure my toe and it starts it it, it kicks up kicks in a flare up. Dark turn. Mm-hmm. Beat him to death with a shovel. <laughs> Susan, Susan's like, oh, honey. <laughs> I'm instead, sorry. Instead of, have, instead of have a heart trap, just get a take a heart trap. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send them. You know how they have uh, um, uh, angels for animals out there. I want to start an organization called Animals for Angels, where I kill animals. And their spirit goes up to heaven, and they get to hang with angels, and they get to dig holes in their fucking backyard. When they when they walk to it, it just I, closes them and spikes them. I would love to get a dog, but at this point, I, I mean, there's no way with with our cats. There's no way. I mean, the the best thing I could do is maybe talk to a neighbor and say hey can you bring your dog over for a while you know have it poop in my yard whatever <laughs> susan's like we're gonna get a dog yay no we're not getting a dog <laughs> i'm sorry i created oh. chaos Woo. i'll tell you what i'll bring sharky over okay oh. he'll have those grown you got a loner loner program for sharky <laughs> yeah sharky oh. he'll have those he'll dig those groundhogs right up well, that's the thing. If we brought our dogs over, you, you might get the groundhogs out, but you'd be your yard would be trenched in in the process. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I'd I would go for I, I would I would be okay with that, um, just as long as uh, you know, uh, at some point the dogs would uh, find the the groundhogs, and um, you know, take their little skulls in their mouths and go. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, what, what Sharky would do is hold it by the body and shake it. Oh, good! Yeah. I like that. Like, oh, like that's a, a wow. picture. That's a good method. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Oh, he's shaking. It. Oh, he's gonna yeah, shake it some more. Him, you could call him Gray Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry if I'm upsetting anybody out there, but I fucking hate groundhogs. I saw, this is the most ignorant, they're ignorant, they're gross, nasty animals. There's a, there, there's a, there is a cemetery, an ancient cemetery, not ancient, but a quite old cemetery downtown across from Jacobs Field. I don't remember, I think it's Lakeview Cemetery or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. But there's, there's a cemetery, and it has settlers from Cleveland, Native Americans that, you know, were, were from this area that are buried there. And I was walking through there one time. There was a motherfucking groundhog with its burrow right on top of a grave. Well. Well. They're ghouls. They're little shitty vermin ghouls. <laughs> They're snuggling up in the dead arms of our settlers and founders and Native Americans. They're wrong and evil. Ken, Ken, they're, huh. those people are dead. I know. And the and the groundhogs trying to raise a family. I don't care. That that's the way nature works. No, no, I don't know. Not this. Not this. Hey, not these. That's the way nature works. Oh, God damn it! God damn it! Anyway, 
I'm sorry. I think Ken. you should go. I, I really eerie. Agree. Thank you, Cat. I don't like them either. I don't Kat. like them either. I sprained uh, uh, my ankle e- once. Cat, Cat, corrected me. Hold on, it's eerie cemetery. So, I mean, I you need a, you need a groundhog intervention. <laughs> don't make me put a video out of you, Joe, with your voice pitched. With your voice pitched down, you already have a, your voice pitched down already. I must get revenge. Is that a groundhog over there? That's just nature, kid. (laughs) (laughs) They're just trying to live. (laughs) Raise a little rodent family. Right Um, under your porch. In the dead arms of a skeletal person. Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right, all right. Let's go ahead and get to the not my mental state. Who needs? Do I need psychotherapy? Maybe, but Howard Stern seems to believe that uh, Trump needs psychotherapy. Here's uh This is um, uh, Howard Stern. I think he has a new book. But he's been out making the rounds, and this is him talking to Anderson Cooper about um, what I've said for a long time is uh, not enough love from daddy uh, for Donald Trump. And uh, here you go. You talk about trauma, and you've talked about it in relationship to President Trump. Yeah. That Donald Trump is a person who experienced a lot of trauma early on. Yeah, from what I know of Donald uh, and his relationship with his father, it sounds tremendous. It sounds like the father was very domineering. The father expected a lot of him. And the father, I don't know, there was military school. You know, you, you read these drips and drabs and you go, wow, I can assure you he's been traumatized. Because, you know, Donald, you know, his level of narcissism is so strong. He has trouble with empathy. We know that. And um, I wish he'd go into psychotherapy. I'd be so proud of him if he did. He, he, and he, he would probably, flourish. He, but he never has. I mean, he never would. There's no way. I, I, I do not believe he's ever done psychotherapy. Because, he, because he's demonstrating a lot of the, um, a lot of the behaviors that I, I recognize. And I think as an interviewer, I've noticed this just when I used to interview on it. I haven't. I don't get to interview him anymore because uh, he doesn't do it. But he, he was very susceptible to flattery. And if you gave, and I noticed this in your interviews with him, you would throw out something like your poll numbers, you know, never seen anything like this. Well, it's a definite technique. It washes over him. Yes, it's a technique. You know, um, it's like if you meet someone who has a bad self, oh, you're, you're very beautiful. You're so handsome. You're this, you're that. With Donald, it always starts out, notice I call him in every interview, Mr. Trump. Now, this is before he was president, Mr. Trump. That's intentional. Oh, absolutely. Someone had asked me, said, why do you call him Mr. Trump? I said, because it loosens him up. He feels respected. He feels good about himself. Now he's going to roll. He's going to open up to me. Yeah, and in his big, dirty asshole wall, too. Uh, And the shards will fly. So, um, yeah. Uh, this is, um, this is something that I think most of us have thought for a very long time. And just like the other Howard Stern, what, what was the last thing, uh, we had from Howard Stern on the show? Um, he was talking to Stephanopoulos, I think, 
um, his abortion stance, what we believed all along about his abortion stance. This is what we've believed all along about Trump in his, you know, psychoses that he, you know, he's insecure. Um, nobody who's a narcissist the way he is, is truly secure with themselves. I mean, he talked about the election again the other day. But, oh, 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 what a great, you know, oh, we did such a good job. Amazing. And it's just what we've always thought. But guess what? We don't know Trump like Howard Stern does. But he's confirming exactly what we believed. You know, what's interesting, mm-hmm. what, what Stern said is that it's a technique. I say this to get him to loosen up. Yeah. Here's something kind of funny. Nancy Pelosi knows him too. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's just, playing him like a fiddle. Just the same way that that Stern does, except Stern wants you to get on the good side of Trump. Mm-hmm. Nancy really is just like, "No, I'm going to poke you. I'm going to trigger him." Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. the thing is is every it's a point now everybody knows how to trigger him and whether they want to trigger him to 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 react one way or the other you know the mm-hmm. foreign leaders do yeah yeah sure. that's the that's the dangerous part right there he's, he's really easy, easy, easily manipulatable yes. <laughs> wow that was that's a really good point <laughs> yes that's that is that is the dangerous part of all this bobber you hit the nail on the head the dangerous part isn't that nancy could it's that every goddamn despot out there could oh mm-hmm. yeah like like Rocket Man and and Putin, yeah, they have his number. Pooty Poot, or or the Chinese when he's trying to negotiate. Yep. Yeah. You know. Or the Saudis. I mean, I mean, oh, you were so smart. Oh, the Saudis. Yes. I'm smart. I'm smart. smart. <laughs> the Saudis oh, right at this really scary. <laughs> it is. It's terrifying that the Saudis have been able to manipulate him. So he circumvented Congress. Yes. To get an arms yeah, deal that, through. That broke today. That broke today. He's circumventing Congress using emergency powers so he can sell arms to Saudi Arabia. I, I, this this really makes... I don't get scared easily. But this... Now I'm, I'm getting to a point where it's like somebody needs to stop this because he really is acting like he's a dictator. Yeah, he's pissed all over all of our allies. Um, You know, uh, and... And again, you know, it's, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could get along with Russia? Have you seen what the the way he's mollycoddling Putin? And, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, shit, they just keep flying jets over here. They keep flying jets. They have the new, uh, what, hypersonic missiles? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That that can't be blown out of the sky, you know? I mean, we're doing zero to the threat. Uh, you know, I mean, Russia has become so emboldened with Trump. It's just uh, uh, uncanny. And, if, and same with Saudis, same with uh, uh, North Korea, same with China. You know, all these dumb little threats and all the, the you know, and of course the, the, um, the tariffs. That are fucking over the farmers and fucking over consumers, you know. Oh, but there's a multi-billion-dollar bailout for the farmers now. 
from a problem yeah. Trump caused. And we're but we're borrowing the money from China. Go figure. Yeah, borrow the money from China to pay for the to pay the farmers for the sales they're losing because of the tariffs. <laughs> Jesus, it, it is economic stupidity. I mean, this this is why he went bankrupt so many times. Right. Yeah. Well. And yet he always ended up on top because he had cash in hand. This is this is the thing. So he went bankrupt all these times, but he always somehow managed to always have cash in hand. And he's doing it right now with the entire country. Well, this is why oh, I yeah. want Nancy to impeach. I'm sorry, Bob. No, I mean, he's got ca- he always has cash in hand because he <clears> just <throat> moves on to the next sucker, whether it's Deutsche Bank or the Russians. I mean, he's pretty much hit the end of the line to this point. He's yeah. going he's gonna to go to the grave owing all kinds of people money, and his kids are going to be fucked. Good. Well, they deserve uh, well, I hope it's I yeah. Except <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany I, I seems no, pretty. I have no sympathy for him. Yeah, uh, except for maybe Tiffany. I do yeah. agree with that. Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? She's she's been. Low he said key. he she's was going to law school. I want her to sue the. He fuck said out of her. he said he was proud of her, but to a lesser degree. Yeah. Right. What a douche. Why would you say I mean, that? You know, Tiffany is the one who didn't join the administration or hasn't become, you know, a mouthpiece, a, a Don Junior or an Eric. Yeah. I, a, I feel like Tiffany and Baron. Those two are off right now, for now. We'll see what happens with Baron when he becomes an adult. Yeah. But uh, let's listen to uh, the last clip here of Anderson Cooper talking to Howard Stern. Um, And uh, 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 Anderson Cooper asks um, Howard Stern, is is he the, uh, is Trump still the same person as he was before? When you see him now in the White House as president, what do you see? Well, you know, I G- go given into how great you, your history with him and how you know him. Well, well, first of all, it's unbelievable to me, and I and I've documented my my thoughts about how this whole candidacy even came about. This was a publicity stunt. Um, I, I I happen to you have, have no doubt about that. I have no doubt because I have some inside information. And the thing is that it started out with the art of the deal, the book, and uh, it was a you know a PR guy's idea. Said uh, Donald. What you need to do is we'll, we'll, we'll make a, a, a sort of a rumor that you're running for president. And uh, yeah. Donald's like, oh. So all of a sudden he was being interviewed. The book goes right to number one. When he had a second book came out, that's when he decided to start the rumor that he was going to run for president. And then this time around, uh, in the last election, the apprentice ratings were, were not what they were. Uh, NBC was not going to give him a raise. And what's a better way than to, to get NBC's interest? I'll run for president and I'll get lots of press. And I think that's what happened. Do you think he likes being president? I don't think he likes being president at all. I think he liked winning the presidency. He he likes to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he certainly doesn't like doing the, the, the actual work of being a president. No. And, and it shows. He doesn't do the work. Well, okay. That's <laughs> he's constantly he distracted. He's constantly distracted to defend his precious, you know, ego and his his thin skin. You know, I mean, I'm, he's I'm incapable. Kind of it, he's incapable of doing the job because the most important thing in the world is him and his fucking ego. 
because daddy didn't hug him enough. Because daddy didn't hug him enough. I think I think it goes beyond mm. that. You know what? My daddy didn't hug me enough. <laughs> well, not and everybody. Not, not everybody. I, I understand your bigger point. Not everybody is seeking approval from approval. I'm sorry. I I, I broke uh, there. Time um, to change. Time to change. But you know, not everybody in this world is seeking you know some kind of. Uh, but but when you are raised in this atmosphere. Where it's like, you need to be successful. You need to do this. When there's that pressure put on you from a young age, put him, you know, put him in military school. Okay, now I'm going to give you a million dollars. You go out and make something of yourself. And even if he made something of himself, and that was really important, his dad still didn't recognize him as being a success. You know, Trump wasn't visible to the public until after his dad was dead. Right? Mm. I mean, uh, his not dad. To the greater, not to the greater country. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he wasn't this big celebrity seeking stardom, writing books, making shitty board games that ended up in the thrift store. You know. Yeah. Uh, let's see when Fred Trump died. Let's see if we can we can correlate this with the uh, uh, 1999. Okay, so yeah, he did live for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I, I. I knew of Trump very, very well in the 80s. So, and and The Art of the Deal, I think, was published, I think that was published in, the, in 1984? It was. So, yeah, so this was going on. So it seems like everything he did was still trying to impress Daddy up until that point. And which, once- which, to me, I, I, I want to break with this a little bit. I, I don't, I, I'm not... I'm not going to say that anything... I, I don't disagree with what Stern said. But my, my bigger point is is that you can be somebody who didn't get the attention that you need from your parents. And you might need psychiatric help from it. But you can also be somebody who is clinically sociopathic, pathological, narcissistic. Oh, absolutely. Which is on top of... The fact that he did that he had daddy issues. Yes, I yes. think that we have like a whole heap oh, of pet, issues going on. Yeah, uh, it's a petri dish of uh, of <laughs> maladies. So, uh, but anyway, we got to go to the break. Uh, I just but don't I'll want give... it to be used as an excuse for no, 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 no. I, 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 I think that it's it's compounding things. I think it's compounding things. Uh, you know, right. it, it's not just that cut and dry. Like I said, it's it's it. I, I agree with you 100. percent It's a petri dish of of issues. I think it, chemically he's imbalanced. Um, I think if he th- sought psychotherapy, like Howard Stern said, he's like I would be proud of him if he did that because he has a problem with empathy, a huge problem with empathy. When Howard Stern, because he has when Howard Stern, one of the biggest, you know, the sexist creeps on the face of the planet, who has turned around and stopped being such a sleaze bag, and I don't think he Stern needs to be rewarded in any way. I I can't listen to his show. I don't care about any of that. I'll watch clips Mm. from time to time. Uh, I think he's a scumbag. But when a scumbag like Howard Stern says you need to go see a therapist, 
You should ah, go see a therapist. You yeah. need to go see a therapist. But anyway, real quick, uh, let's get Joe and Bob in before we go to break. Uh, Joe, uh, and, and any quick thoughts before we uh, hit the Green News Report? You know, it seems that his his uh, uh, showbiz friends know him best. Uh, you know, and, and, and uh, again, I'm not a, a big uh, Howard Stern fan like you, but um, he knows him best. And... Uh, it's it's scary. It mm-hmm. is scary. Bobber, what do you got? I, I you know I, I used to occasionally tune in to Howard Stern just because it was such a train wreck, you know, and and he was yeah. just oh I did too. I mean, I mean he was just a com- complete asshole, and you know so if if, if Trump was on there um, numerous times, you know that they were just like t- two two assholes in in the in the. Oh boy, I don't even know where I want to go with this one. Two assholes um, in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, two they, flutes uh, and a big dirty if asshole. Anyone, if anyone knows another a- asshole, it's an asshole. Yeah. And so right. he re- he should really. I mean, he really knows. Uh, you know what's going on. Trump said, I, yeah. I, "I believe every word of it." So you're saying, unlike two peas in a pod, they're actually like two flutes and a big dirty asshole. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so. They're sharing flute. Yeah. They're sure. <laughs> uh, I guess two big dirty assholes, one flute. So, um, don't Google that. Uh, no, no, no. Or if you do, let me know what you find. Uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Uh, I have uh, about six minutes and ten seconds of the Green News Report to go and see if I can kill a groundhog. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Pray that I can run fast. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more! It's Thursday, May 23, 2019. Missouri is under a state of emergency, hit by at least 13 tornadoes in just the last 24 hours. Beleaguered Midwest walloped by tornadoes and floods. Sadly, carbon emissions have carried on increasing even after uh, the Paris Agreement. New worst-case study finds Miami and other coastal cities inundated by centuries end. Louisiana unveils ambitious plan to retreat from rising seas, plus good news and bad as Trump's EPA changes how it measures air pollution deaths. Well, let's just change how we measure good news and bad. All of that good news and bad straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. They want to knock down all buildings in Manhattan and rebuild them without windows. You know about that, right? No, it's crazy what they're saying. So many different things. It's crazy what they're saying? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seems like we have been covering disastrous weather uh, for more than a month now. In the Midwest and Central U.S. Unfortunately, yes. When the National Weather Service warned of extreme storms this week, they were right. As of airtime, at least seven have been killed. More than 130 reported tornadoes in a five-day period, including a violent night tornado that struck Jefferson City, Missouri. New flooding in Oklahoma.
Oklahoma and Missouri. And a heads up, the National Weather Service is now forecasting an early extreme heat wave for the southeast. Well, pay attention. They were right about all of their warnings so far. And... Boy, I think we ain't seen nothing yet. We now have the first named storm of the 2019 Atlantic hurricane season. Subtropical storm Andrea started the party early, two weeks before the official start of the Atlantic hurricane season on June 1st. This marks the fifth year in a row that a named storm has formed in the preseason. Weather Underground reports that a second named storm is now spinning in the South Atlantic off the coast of Brazil. This is the first time on record that we've seen two named storms spinning simultaneously in both the North and the South Atlantic. Yeah, but why worry? Meanwhile, a new study projects that global sea levels could rise more than two meters, that's more than six feet, by the end of the century. Oh, that's why worry. That would have profound consequences for humanity, of course, but it's only if global governments do nothing to cut humanity's greenhouse gas emissions. Oh, they will do nothing. The new forecast is double the projections made by UN scientists just a few years ago. Now, six feet would inundate major coastal cities like New York, Miami, and Shanghai, and pretty much most of the nation of Bangladesh. And it could ultimately force the migration of nearly 200 million people. In an interview on Al Jazeera, Lead study author Dr. Jonathan Bamber of the University of Bristol said he believes it to be a worst-case scenario, but he did warn that governments should begin planning now as a precaution. They won't. The two-meter sea level rise that we, we project 2100 is not the most likely scenario, but it is a plausible scenario. So it is one that we should consider if we want to plan and adapt to future sea level rise. It was based on the assumption that we carry on increasing our Um, emissions of greenhouse gases into the future. And, I mean, sadly, carbon emissions have carried on increasing even after uh, the Paris Agreement in 2015. Which, by the way, is something that Donald Trump is very proud about. He bragged about it at his rally on uh, Monday in Pennsylvania. Before this disturbing new study on sea level rise came out, the state of Louisiana unveiled a sweeping new plan, the very first of its kind in the United States, to manage the retreat of its population away from risky coastal areas. Mm. The strategy includes steps like voluntary buyouts to help people move away and ways to prepare inland communities to accommodate the influx of new people. Louisiana is losing a football field of land every hour to rising oceans while the land, scarred by decades of dredging by the oil industry, is sinking. Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards said in a statement, quote, We have to be realistic about the current and future effects of coastal land loss and plan today to develop Louisiana's next generation of communities. Finally, some good news and some bad news. The good news is that the Trump Environmental Protection Agency this week backed off a far-reaching proposal that would have changed how it calculates future deaths from air pollution by assuming that there's no real benefit to reducing certain types of microscopic air pollution any further, so it's just not worth the cost to industry. After all, if you can show that there are fewer benefits to reducing pollution, it makes it much easier to justify weakening pollution standards. Scientists say that proposal is not based in science, but Luckily, the EPA has now backed off the proposal, but the bad news is the agency says it will issue it later this year. Of course they will. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, 
check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And please help continue the Green News Report far into the future by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. Thank you. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. I need some good news, baby. It's like the world's gone crazy. Give me some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. I need some good news, baby. Because all the world's gone crazy. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Is uh, Sarah Kellyanne, where are you? Uh, is Sarah there? Come here a minute. You were in that room. Kellyanne? But, uh... All right, whatever. Uh, (laughs) I was not able to kill a groundhog on break. And no, Adam, you're talking about homicide. I'm talking about killing rodents. Anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, I'm not even going to read that. That is dark. Um, uh, But anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City... Uh, where you are broadcasting uh, from the deepest depths of your voice. I, um, I'm i sorry, Ken, but I caught you in a lie. Oh, what, what what's... Uh, oh, uh, That's not true. That's a lie. So what is it? That's right. What did you just say? You, you didn't kill a groundhog on, the, on your break? Not on this break. No, I didn't. Did I actually oh, kill yeah. a groundhog? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Well, let me... I have photo proof. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that there it is that is wow my uh you took that's the face i made with the weird owl uh there you go that's good so um all right uh you're not all right but uh, no i i went i went next door song to caddyshack yeah that's what yeah um oh kenny loggins kenny nobody's worrying about me or, or whatever um but no, I went next door. Uh, Susan showed me that where where they're digging out, and there's a there's like a concrete step right in front of the door of, of the house next door, and there's just like all the groundhogs are just digging underneath it. So I'm glad they're not on my property, but damn straight, I'm gonna dig out uh, around my garage and I'm gonna put in that wire mesh so they can't dig down. I gotta dig down like you're supposed to dig down like a foot and a half. And put that wire in so when they get when they try and dig under they their little filthy claws can't get through the metal oh All right. but they could hurt themselves i don't fucking care um <laughs> anyway you electrify it <laughs> oh bobber i like the way you think bobber from four freedoms uh, blog washington dc the the uh the braumeister coming up with murder tips thank you oh jesus and last but not least i'm sure rain's not 100 percent on my side although she does want me to get a dog to take care of this um yeah hi um 
Well, I'm being a little hyperbolic, but not that much. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. I'm going to say something that's going to really surprise people mm-hmm. and disgust them. Mm-hmm. There are um, there are rodent foods out there that when yes. the rodents eat them, oh yes, it, it kills them. Oh, that's true. Broken but, glass, broken glass mixed up in something would work too. Right? I, 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 <laughs> Bag of I, can't glass. Remember, I can't remember the name of it. We used to use it when we had a country house. Um, we used to use it for the mice that used to get in there. And so they would eat the stuff, and it, it, it's a gruesome end for the rodent. However, yeah. the downside is you don't want cats to eat it. Yeah, oh. and that's the problem. We have um, we have uh, our, our, our cat, Billy, that we feed outside, our, our, our neighborhood cat. So, got to be real careful about that. But, um, but yeah, but no, I, I could break some glass and. Um, so. Or you can get a BB gun. You can get a BB gun. Uh, or a crossbow. Why don't you capture it real quick? Jesus Christ. I'm going to get a BB gun. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm thinking about buying a pellet gun now that you mentioned it, because uh, I used to have a, a nice daisy, um, but apparently it's broken. It's it's at dad's house. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I'll wear safety goggles. Don't worry, I'll wear the best. Um. Anyway, uh, welcome, welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Are you ready to do some name calling? Our girl Friday. I am, sir. I am. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from 4 Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Oh, our first, our first biscuit tonight is Adam Hebert, and our second is Barbara in D.C. And then we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jay Collie, we have Cat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus Joe. Uh, um, all right. Uh, hello, hello, <laughs> Joe. Hello. <laughs> 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 uh, hello. We have Mia. <laughs> We have meow. Oh goodness. We have meow goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. I'm assuming we have Miles. We have Moomare. We have President. We have myself. We have Theo. We have Trojan Rabbit. And Sandy and Durwood, who just popped back in. Oh, very nice. So, going to see um, Groundhog. Gonna go hang out with Ken uh, Sr. for. Right. Going to hang out with Ken Sr. for a few hours tomorrow. I'm gonna. And by I'm gonna, the way, hmm? isn't. isn't Am I confusing Jill? Jill Williams is is the founder of this network, right? Kim. Kim. Okay, then never mind. Happy birthday to Jill Williams, anyway. <laughs> um, but I, I'm gonna go hang out with um, uh, Ken Senior tomorrow. He's gonna let me take some ferns that have been uh, on the side of his house for forty, about as long as I've been alive. <laughs> Oh, you should see these suckers. They, they it's so they look so cool. They're big. You know, I don't know what you call those. The big, beautiful ferns, and they. It, when you look at the, 
like the stems on them, you see all this old growth on them and everything. And I was looking, I was like, oh my God, I remember those from when I was like a little, little kid. And they are just flourishing on the side of his house. And I'm, I'm hoping to successfully transplant them. Um, I don't know. Do groundhogs hate them? Because maybe I'll put them on their graves. I think they love them. I think they like them. Actually, that's the thing. The the groundhogs, this is one of the big problems, is they haven't mowed the grass next door, so it's like, it's probably about 10 inches high. The grass next door is about 10 inches high. I think I'm probably going to mow it on Sunday if they don't send somebody out. Can you call the city and say it's a rodent problem? I can, um, but the thing is, uh, we're probably going to end up trapping those groundhogs ourselves and have the city come take them away. Um, because we, we, we have the, you know, the humane traps, whatever. I also, I also have traps. I have, um, uh, bear traps, which will snap an animal's neck if it, uh, oh, climbs them. <laughs> it's pleasant. like, it's like, I have, I have a big set of metal tongs, like a three foot Pit, pit, like set of pliers. I have like have a three foot, a three foot long set of like I metal pliers that you have to use to set this spring loaded trap that will completely snap the neck of uh, an animal like up to like, you know, a, a big animal, you know, a groundhog. That's, wow. Okay. So you have the pit of death. But yes. the thing is, <laughs> wow. the thing is, I can't set it because of cats. Um, you, know, you know, you always set up like a pit with with spikes at the bottom, and then oh. you know, make the top of it so that a, a lightweight cat won't go through, but the heavier groundhog. Oh, will. it's fat little fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nice, razor sharp. How you How you doing over there, Joe? I I'm not a groundhog. I don't care. This is he weird. has he yeah. has groundhog. He has a house full of groundhog killers. He's not coming after me. So oh anyway. Who knew Friday would become Groundhog Day on Turn Groundhog of Day. <laughs> Groundhog Death Day. It's, it's yeah. A, uh, <laughs> Groundhog, Groundhog end of days. Groundhog end of days. <laughs> Groundhog get end of days. <laughs> huh? Get a guillotine. Yeah, oh, well, a guillotine would be nice. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then hang, put their heads on spikes in the yards to, <laughs> to, warn, to warn all the other ones. Yeah, in game fact, of, you could have the game of hogs. You could have the game, of, game hogs. of hogs. <laughs> Getting uh, Sir Ilan Payne, bring me his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could actually have 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 the heads uh, put on pikes and light them on fire. That'd be great oh. night lighting for you. Oh, there you go. Douse them. Well, melt some paraffin on them so they burn extra long. Yeah, put a little wick yeah. on them. Sure, sure. Put like embers in their eye sockets. Okay, this is getting guys. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. You're uh, not helping. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Rain's like. I don't want to talk to you no more. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, open up the phone lines. 330-536-1466. Please call and tell me how I can kill groundhogs. Uh, 330-536-1466. You know what? If I set up a water trap, if I dug a hole and filled it with water, if a cat fell in it, a cat has long legs and could swim and climb up. 
Groundhogs have little stumpy legs. They could fall in and drown. Yeah, that's what you want is is, is a drowned groundhog floating in a, in a pool of water in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I'll, they, I'll, think they smell bad when they're alive. Oh, I'll fish it out and I'll, with nitrogen. I'll fish it out and bury it. <laughs> oh my God. And then what you'd have oh is a frozen <laughs> a hog sickle. <laughs> 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 you can sell it to the farmers' markets and say it's organic meat. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no All right. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Uh, who's 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 seven seven zero? Who's this? Where you're calling from? Welcome to the program. Uh, this would be Clinster. Hi, Clint. Hi. I'm sorry. I don't have this number Hi. saved. How Clint's are you, buddy? That sounds like a familiar area code. Hey, Clinster, yeah. do you have any liquid nitrogen handy? Uh, you know, I do not. Oh, um, I thought for sure I you would. I, I really don't think that you need it, though, because I, I really appreciate the fact you all have been so calm and cool tonight. Um, it has really been an inspiration to me. So uh, I just wanted to let you know about that. First that, off. that I've been calm and cool about murdering groundhogs? Well... Probably cool enough, but uh, I will tell you, if you want an expert to uh, on killing groundhogs, um, Mrs. Clenster, uh is basically a, a ninja master when it comes to that. Um, Ooh. When, we were li- when we were living in Virginia, uh, we had a, a rather large garden, and um, we had groundhogs that would come and invade it uh, uh, fairly regularly, and basically... She would see one from our living room window and just run at top speed. And I would watch out the window, and the groundhogs would be, like, blissfully unaware of what was about to happen. And they'd be munching on, you know, our squash or our, you know, tomatoes or what have you. And then all of a sudden, I would see their little heads just pop up. And, you know, this... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, this five-foot-four <laughs> of fury and big hair would just come charging at them with a rake and they would take off towards their little hidey hole and uh it was a beautiful sight to see so. did she ever pin one did she ever pin one and dismember it pin oh. one and dismember it pin and dismember it. <laughs> um, she she did things like i can't really uh reveal under uh national the national security act but uh i can tell you <laughs> That, uh, that 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 we did uh, see a sharp decline in the number of groundhogs in our uh, in our garden after a while. So, Amen. so there you go. Amen. <laughs> My did hat. Ever put? Did she ever torture them to find out where the other groundhogs were? National security. <laughs> National security. Torture doesn't work. <laughs> it does. Oh yeah, it does with groundhogs. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, you know. She could have, she, you know, she could have, uh, she could have just neutered them. She could have just like chopped off their balls and penis. Don't save penis in this house. Wow, <laughs> Kenny penied himself. Get out of my house. Ah, sorry guys, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're calling me out for a, uh, yeah. Well, I gotta get that clip out. Uh, are, can you get a little? Uh, can you get a little closer to your your phone? Um, you get your mouth a little closer on your phone. Clint? Excuse me while okay. I whip this out. There you go. All right. All right. But better. 
Yeah, a little bit better, but we, we only got a. We'll give you a, a, another minute before we let you go. We got another caller on the line. Sure. sure. Um, well, you know, I'm a. I it's. I I've just been kind of laying low recently with uh, all the uh, all the fall roll over uh, our new heartbeat bill. Uh, yeah. Which. Uh, yeah. Um, but I will say, however. Uh, there was a little bit of a shining light that happened last Friday. Um, the missus and I went to, out to a concert um, by uh, Amanda Palmer, who... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was a four-and-a-half-hour concert. It was basically a cabaret act. Um, oh, wow. And um, she, you know, she is very pro-choice. Um, and... She she noted the fact that um, uh, that she planned her tour months in advance, but uh, you know, not realizing what was going to be happening in our state um, uh, before she got there. Mm-hmm. And you know, she shared very personal stories of um, making the choice and um, you know having to. Uh, uh, having to undergo some pretty sharp criticism for uh, for choosing to have an abortion. And, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, but it was an inspiring night, and just made me want to work that much harder here in Georgia to to help protect the uh, reproductive health. So. Well, amen to that Thank as you. well. Thank amen. you. So. And yeah, we uh, Susan. Yeah, Susan turned me on to Amanda Palmer and the Grand Theft Orchestra uh, several years ago. I think we have some. Well, I'm not sure if we have any on the network or not. Um, but yeah. if not, I can put some on. Um, yeah. Uh, look. Yeah. Look for uh, her latest album called uh, "There Will Be No Intermission." Uh, really great songs on there. Uh, cool. I've had a chance to listen to it. I will look for it. I will look for it. Well, Clinster, it was a pleasure having you on. We got to let you go because we got, uh, like I said, another caller on the line. Um, certainly, but certainly. we will. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'll. I'll try. I'll get this number saved too. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Love you guys. Love you too. All of you. I love you. All right. Love. You. See. See you, brother. Okay. Bye. 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 All right, Heather, do you have any groundhog killing tips for us tonight? For me. Not- I was just going to tell you to do a Google search. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we, we know how to do a Google search. You're going surfing on the Internet. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And I got a call from my governor's office. About killing groundhogs? <laughs> um, no, I called and I left a message mm-hmm. from fivecalls.com and I had just woke up and she called and she said, would you like to leave a message? I said, um, no, I'm guessing that what happened is the, um, thing to leave messages had gotten or my message got screwed up or something okay Um, but i called back later and left a message for constituent services or from or called constituent services instead so now i know that if five calls com tells me to call the governor 
don't worry about trying to call her office. Just call um, constituent services, and they'll pass it on. And whoever it was at constituent services was so cool. Um, I told him I called and I left a message about um, reproductive rights in our state. Mm -hmm. He said that um, he felt that, or he, like the governor, felt that we needed to become um, very good about that. We should not be horrible about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it needs, he said it needs to happen other places as well, so. What state are you in again? I'm in Michigan. Okay. That's Um, great. Yeah. So, but that's pretty much been, it was quite Mm. interesting, though, about to have them call me. I'm like, oh, what did I do? Or when did I leave a message? But, you know, now that I, now I know that I can call constituent services rather than, and I'll get somebody to just chat with for a hot second, and they'll, so, you know. And now, but I mean, that's to me, that's a lot better than just calling and leaving a message and not yeah. getting a response. Yeah, that's important to know. So, so in the past, in in the past, when you've left a message, did it sound anything like this? I'm glad you called, but I'm not home. But I'll be back before too long. You gotta wait for the beep. You gotta leave your name. You gotta leave your number. Wait for the beep. Was it like that? Yes. I yes. thought so. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, out. but no, I'm glad that that did work out for you, though. Uh, that's really cool. And, and again, this is what all of us need to be doing: uh, is calling our local representatives. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll raise my hand right now and say I'm guilty of not doing it enough. I've done it in the past, but I, I should be doing it more with all of this insanity that's going on, you know? Yeah, but I think it's really important what Heather brought up. If you can't get through to your actual representatives or your, you know, governor, call constituent services. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it might take a little bit of time to try to find those numbers, but I'm really glad you brought that up, Heather. Well, let's see if there's a directory online. Let me see if I can again do another. Go do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Let's see if there's a state directory of this. Um, a directory, um, but um, what else? So, but anything else on your mind, um, Heather? No, um, and I can also say that the person who is working for her has a girlfriend who is from the same city that I live in right at this second. Mm-hmm. So I think wow. that's kind of cool. It is. Um, so, you know, I thought that was pretty neat. So. Well, here is something from the National Governors Association about uh, national conservative or uh, cons- no, that's not it. Director of Constituent Services. No, that's not it. No, it looks like it's just broken down. But you know what? This might be a good thing to call two one one, the United Way uh, thing in your area, to see if you can find it where Susan used to work. So yes. So, yes, we used to talk about this on Resistor Sisters. Yeah. So, but 
Anyway, well, I'll tell you what, uh, Heather, that is a great, uh, uh, great job. Thank you for letting us know about that. Constituent services, look for that in your area. And we should try and see if we can cobble together some resources on our own for, for everybody, you know, that's, that's amazing. But, um, but Heather, we gotta, we gotta let you go. We're a little bit over time right now, but it was great talking to you as always. And I hope you have a terrific, uh, Memorial day weekend. You too. You know, you can do a cookout. Um, I don't think so. Our weather has been really icky. Yeah. <laughs> same here. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's been, hasn't rained so much, but it's, uh, it's kind of fluctuating in the low to high 60s, but I kind of like mm -hmm. that. I kind of like that myself, and I don't mind the rain as long as it's not constant <laughs> mm -hmm. in turning my yard into a mud pit. And well, you oh, can yeah. drown the hedgehogs. Groundhogs. Hedgehogs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hedgehogs are fine. <laughs> hedgehogs are okay. Groundhogs? Are, no. Are they really okay? Hedgehogs are great. They're cute. They're adorable. They're not invasive. Yeah. Groundhogs? They're rodents that need to die. <laughs> well, anyway, wow. I am on the I am on the lake um across the lake from Chicago. Lake Michigan? And it has been cold and cloudy and then mm. they'll say, "Well, oh, it's supposed to be sunny and uh 75 well, all lies guess what it's not that all lies yet, so you know all right well heather uh best of luck with the weather to you and uh we'll talk to you soon because we got to go to the break okay all right bye-bye all right bye bye, bye, -bye. All so all right ground let's get groundhog or woodchucks the groundhogs are woodchucks and woodchucks can't chuck wood I know. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck of the hedgecock? <laughs> oh, yeah, hedgecock. I don't like hedgecock right either. So. All right. We got to go to the break. Uh, let's go ahead and do this. And when we come back, uh, we'll uh, I'll play the rest of our goofy audio we have. Actually, we have some good Mayor Pete audio I want to play. And then some terrible Sebastian Gorka audio I want to play that I pitched up for you. Greetings. So, anyway. Greetings, asshole. So, <laughs> so he's one of those guys that has a semi-cool voice that's not really that cool. And then he overdoes it. And he's cool. I know what I'm saying is he's a semi okay voice and he thinks it sounds cool, but then he overdoes it by like, mm, well, listen to me, what I'm doing, projecting and saying words from my mouth hole, <laughs> you know, whereas like, I feel like I have a good voice, but I just speak normally and naturally, uh, unless I'm doing a goofy, wacky voice. We're talking about murdering groundhogs. Um, greetings. Greetings, groundhogs. I'll kill you. So, anyway. Uh, all right. Break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight. And I promise we'll have Mad Libs tonight. It will be so. So it is written. So shall it be done. Turn up up 
the night with Kenny Pick. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans, where I believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of slaughtering groundhogs. Hi, Rain. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I am so conflicted because I'm not against hunting. I'm not an anti-hunter. So I tell you what, Kenny. If mm-hmm. you eat them, if you kill them and you eat them. What if I kill them and I give them back to the earth? Not in a hole that they have dug, but a hole I have dug. <laughs> How about that? What if, what if you kill them and give them to a, a, a local? Oh shit! Company? Shit! <laughs> I just hit the button to end the show. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, I'll, I'll send them to a local program that sends them to live on a farm. Okay, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm telling you what, if I have the I know opportunity, you hate them. It, this is if how I, I have, feel about squirrels. Squirrels are fine. They don't dig holes under your house. Yes, they do. Well, not mine. I got big trees, so anyway. No, squirrels Uh, are terrible. Anyway, Bobber. Squirrels. Let me tell you. Wait a second. I got something to say. Bobber can back (laughs) me up on this. Squirrels (laughs) are the bastards. They're the bastards who will wait until your tomato plants have a tomato that's half red and it's ready to go ripe, and they're like, "I think I'll pick that off my. I think I'm going to pick that off that plant," and then they'll eat. A quarter of it and throw the rest of the tomato on the ground. (laughs) Now that's cute. It's not cute. 
It's not little cute. Bastards. Girls are the only thing. <laughs> Bob. Little bastards. Am I wrong about this? They are. They are bastards. Yeah. That's a squirrel. With a with Squirrels a chest are the cold. only thing to make me want to buy a gun. A BB gun. But I have dogs. <laughs> Fucking squirrels. <laughs> Fucking squirrels. You, it's like I'm watching that tomato. Well, grow. I don't like, grow. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And there it is. It's half red. It's yeah, half green. I, I I don't have a, I don't have a garden, but if I did and that happened, I'd probably feel the same way about squirrels. So anyway, and of course, Bobber for Freedom's blog, uh, Meister. You got anything brewing right now? You got something new, or are you still uh, working on other stuff? Uh, I'm actually going to be brewing tomorrow. Brewing uh, American Pale Ale. Will it be ready? Will it be ready for? It'll be ready for the party. Did you do that just for me? It's an American pale ale. It's a hoppy beer. I I don't know that you're gonna like it or not. He's gonna like it. (laughs) I'll probably like it. I just need to be careful. Um, So, anywho, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, with a voice deep as Hitler's bunker. He is back with us. Sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Bobber. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to ed- edit clip that out. Hello, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm uh, sick, and you're making fun of me. Oh no, my god! Yeah, but you you sound really? awesome. You sound again, like Rain said. You sound sexy. I feel a little moist think, right now. Yeah, you should like, feel intimidated. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little. I feel a little sexy time, and I also feel like, well, keep your germs over there in Scranton. Well, and and the thing is, I don't know if I'm moist over your voice or the thought of killing groundhogs. <laughs> Moist your voice, or am I just uh, sweating? (laughs) (laughs) I kid everyone. I kid. So, although if I was going to get moist over anything, it would be by uh, you know slaughtering a groundhog. Um, By the way, Rain, if you don't want the squirrels to eat one half of your tomato and throw it away, Mm -hmm. grow the little cherry tomatoes. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, those, those big beefsteak or heirloom tomatoes. Oh man, uh, see, they're too big yeah. for a squirrel. No, well, that's what I grow. That's to. why they eat part of it and they big. throw it on the ground. They're just like, I'm no, done with it. Like they eat part of it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Hey, welcome to gardening tips. Little shit rats, right. little tree rats, or buy buy them refrigerators. But the thing is, I I think Maybe now that we have them. we have a yard now. We have a yard now that's fenced in. Unlike what we used to have, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. The fences definitely keep squirrels out. Oh well, yeah. We have, the, we have the dogs. We have the dogs. They Dog do. fences keep squirrels out. <laughs> you know, we have the dogs who they're they're going to go after the. Just dogs. build a fence out of dogs. Can can you? Is that humane? Could you build a fence out of dogs? Because I would do that. <laughs> um. Anyway. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, we're, you're going to be all right. Let's let's go ahead and, and get to some good audio from uh, Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg. This is a, a longer clip, but this is, 
You remember when I was talking about how people need to take Trump to task, uh, you know, coming up in 2020, you know, in, in debates and things like that, and really put him on the offensive um, and get him flustered and just talking about, you know, just going off to defend himself and, and shatter his ego and mess with him. Well, Mayor Pete is on the same page as me with that. This is him talking to Robert Costa from the Washington Post uh, at a C-SPAN event uh, from either today or um, yesterday or maybe earlier in the week. This is great. Could be last year day. Could be last year day, uh, you know. But, uh, you know, really, who can tell now that Spicer isn't uh, in office? You know, we, we've got no idea of uh, when this... Last year day. Yeah, probably last year day. <laughs> Anyway, uh, here's Mayor Pete with Robert Costa. When I'm asking a lot of voters about you, they say if you win the nomination, you're going to be on stage with President Trump, not just on these primary debate stages, but on stage in a general election. He's going to be tough. He's going to take punches at you rhetorically. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, what, what he's going to do, uh, and I got a fair amount of familiarity with bullies. I'm gay. I'm from Indiana. I get it. Um, is he's going to try to get your attention and he's going to try to get under your skin he's going to try to distract us and, and the, the challenge in confronting Trump is that you, there are certain things that he does that, that you have to respond to um, just morally when he lies you got to correct the lie which will keep you busy because he does it so often Yeah. Um, when he does something wrong you got to point to it but it can't be about him any energy that goes his way, including energy that goes his way in the form of criticism, turns into a kind of food. He just devours it and gets bigger. And what we've got to learn <laughs> is how to kind of stiff arm him. Uh, uh, so it, it's almost like a sort of crazy uncle management. Um, <laughs> like, he's there. Um, you're, you're not going to disrespect his humanity, but um, he, he's just... He thinks what he thinks. There's not much you can do about it. You're going to correct the outrages. Uh, I want to pause it right there. It, you, how can you in, in insult his humanity when he's inhuman? You know, you just can't. So, but I yeah, appreciate what brilliant. he's saying. I'm appreciate. I appreciate what he's saying there. But Trump is truly inhuman. So, anybody, anybody else have a, a thought before I continue? I I do. Yeah, go ahead. It, it, I, I say that because I know I always do, but <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it goes down to uh, Mayor Pete isn't saying it, but it, this is what sociopathological narcissists are. Yeah, they don't have a sense of humanity. They they really don't. They don't have mm-hmm. empathy. They don't care about anything. Except themselves, and it's it's not necessarily their fault. It's because of their malignancy. Yes, that's what I have to say, and I'm done. All right, uh, Bobber, you want to chime in real quick? No, I, I I was kind of interesting hearing what he had to say. Joe, yeah, I, I you know in general, Buddha Judge, I have to say, has been one of the most reasonable people. On the campaign trail, mm-hmm. uh, I really think you know, and that's just an example of, of how he can 
why people like him. You know, and yeah, well, yeah. And, and, and why he got a standing uh, ovation would, on Fox News. I, I think he would be a formidable opponent for Mr. Trump. I really do. Well, I don't now think he would know how to handle somebody like that. Actually, I, I want you to uh, settle a bet. Um, perhaps not even a bet, but last Tuesday on the show, uh, Miles and I agreed that uh, Mayor Pete and other conservatives uh, or i'm sorry republican god damn it democrats should go on to fox news to um you know uh, to spread their message to people who might not hear it rain and i i don't think i'm wrong in saying this rain you sided with um um I sided with elizabeth warren elizabeth warren, warren s- saying you shouldn't go on to legitimize them yeah. Now I saw a poll where Democrats are split on what Democratic candidates should do. What do you say, uh, Joe? Because I, I, I said, I said I thought you would be on Rain's side with this one. Um, no. I understand the objection. Fox News, especially the opinion side of Fox News. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are legitimate journalists over there. You know, Shep Smith. Okay? Who, who, who tells the truth. Yeah. And to, and to a large degree, Chris Wallace has tried you know, to put their feet to the fire when they come out and lie. Um, especially lately. Mm-hmm. And there's also a there's a wide audience out there that only hears the echo chamber and only hears the caricatures of what Elizabeth Warren is and of what Mayor Pete is. And when they see the real deal, they say, Well, oh, that guy's not a freak, he's not a monster, she's not nuts. You know, yeah. she's talking our language. What do you know you what? Think- if you I think if you could peel off even a small percentage of those votes, we don't need many. But if you could peel off a small percentage of those votes by just being reasonable, we don't need that many. Remember, 72,000 votes over three states decided the 2016 election. And there's enough of them over there that I think you go and give your message. Let me ask you this, because... What we I talked about last week, and Miles is not here to discuss it, and I don't want to relitigate. That's all right. This. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll just go with my argument for it. I, I found Elizabeth Warren's argument for why she didn't want to go on Fox News really legitimate, <clears throat> and she called that network out. Mm-hmm. As did Mayor Pete. And he called it out right on their network. I think that was Which more effective. I was impressed by. Okay. But I have to think about this. Like I said, like I said last Tuesday, I I wasn't sure and I mean he called out two. I don't want to legitimize I don't want to legitimize a propaganda network. And I know that we I, I 
I would, I'll be really honest with you here. Mm-hmm. I think that we might be splitting hairs between legitimate journalists like, you know, Shep and and all the other ones that we just talked about with um, their late night propaganda. And I don't know if I want to split hairs about this. But what because the, that well, lets them get away with it. That lets Sean sure. Riley get away with shit. No, it doesn't because Mayor Pete called him out, called Tucker Carlson out, called. Uh, uh, are they are they Laura facing Ingram any repercussions? Out. It doesn't matter. He got he he went on their network and gave our side of what we see when we look at Fox News and gave them a different perspective. Okay. And I think that's important. I think it's important because we complain all the time that the, those people all only hear the echo chamber. Well, there's one way to break the echo chamber, and that's to put in a different voice. And I think Mayor Pete going on there uh, gives them another voice, op- cracks open that, that shell they're in, and saying, oh, oh, oh wait, this, this guy isn't the freak that they told me he is. You know, and and he called out their stars, and said that they they that they do do that network no good when they do their propaganda. I mean, that took guts. Yeah, it did. Bob, and he still and he still had this. a standing ovation. All right, let's get Bobber's take wanna, on I this. Hear what, I, I do. I want to hear what Bob has to yeah. say about this. Well, I can see both sides. <laughs> I will, I'll listen to both sides. Um, no, I, I understand the, the argument of, of not legitimizing them. Um, I think re- legitimizing them or not, that, that cat is sort of out of the bag. You know, they're, they've been on the air for so long. They're, they're not going anywhere. Everyone, everyone, whether you like them or, or don't like them, kind of knows what to expect from them. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I can see somebody who who can do it well, going on there and mm. and essentially destroying their narrative. But you know, it, it would I, I don't think it's right for everybody because some, you know, like you said, Mayor Pete was able to do it calmly, like talk to them like like normal people and do it in, in a way that was a, he was able to connect with them. And I don't know that every Democratic candidate is going to be able to do that. That's a good point. That's a real good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so, is, certain, I think certain Democratic candidates would, will go on, would go on there and just, you know, make matters worse. Yeah, I don't think, like, Bernie Sanders is a good fit. Okay, I was just going to say Bernie. Yeah, but he already did one. He already did. Yeah, but I don't. Th- I, yeah, but I don't think he's a good fit. I don't think he's a good representative of our side. I, I think no, no. the idea of he's not a, a Democrat fit is really important, I, I, and I mean this. I mean this sincerely. A good fit. I don't think every single one of our candidates would be a good fit to go on Fox. Well, let me put it this way. I, I, that that's a personal call. I have nothing against anyone who argues that they're a propaganda network and they don't want to legitimize them. That's a legitimate argument. I'm just going to say that if I was a candidate for president, I would go on Fox News and I would present our side and I would try to contrast the propaganda they hear with the truth. 
Because the only way you're going to... Somebody has to tell them the truth. And hearing it right from, from the people who they disparage every every week, to me, uh, if it was me, if I was running, I would go on. And I would not... Uh, I would not criticize anyone who decided not to go on. I think it's a matter of conscience, but if you're asking me, I would go. Well, there you go. So, this so, is thought-provoking and something that I would like to discuss again on Tuesday, because yeah. I really think it's really a deep, thought-provoking conversation. Well, I screwed up. And I um, went on Fox News, didn't you? I did. I screwed up, and Turn Up the Night is now uh, it's a lead into Tucker Carlson now. No, actually, I I screwed up, and I um, you just devoured. I I I, gets bigger. Shit, seriously. I restarted. I restarted the Pete Buttigieg uh, clip, but I, I I advanced it about a minute in. So let's go ahead and resume listening to this. This is, again, his conversation with Robert Costa from the Washington Post from this week. And what we've got to learn is how to kind of stiff arm him. Uh, uh, So it's almost like a sort of crazy uncle management. Um, (laughs) Like, he's there. Um, You're you're not going to disrespect his humanity, but um, he... He's just, he thinks what he thinks. There's not much you can do about it. You're going to correct the outrages. And then we're going to return the focus right back to the fact that we're the ones trying to get you a wage and they're the ones trying to block uh, an increase in wages. Uh, We're the ones trying to get you health care and they're trying to take it away. We're the ones trying to make sure you actually get paid family leave. All the issues, and now a woman's right to choose, all these issues that Americans agree with us on. I mean, it's, it's actually getting harder and harder to find. Uh, a policy of this administration that most Americans don't uh, disagree with, which is exactly, of course, why they need it not to be about policy. And that's where a lot of the strategy of the silly insults and the rest of that comes with. Uh, so, look, I don't have a problem standing up to somebody who was, you know, working on season seven, a celebrity apprentice when I was packing my bags for Afghanistan. But at the end of the day, oh. it's not about him. Do you have a question? Do you think he should have served in Vietnam? Well, I, I have a pretty dim view of his decision to use his privileged status to fake a disability in order to avoid serving in Vietnam. You believe yes. he faked a disability? Yes. Do you believe he has a disability? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> At least not that one. He, 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 um, <laughs> no, I don't mean to, no, I don't. This is actually really important because I don't, I don't mean to, to trivialize disability, but I think that's exactly what he did. Uh, when, um, I mean, when you think about the way somebody can exploit the system, uh, and needless to say, the way he has treated and mocked disabled people is just one more example uh, of the, the many affronts to, to, to just basic decency uh, that this president has, uh, has inflicted on this country. Uh, uh, but manipulating... Uh, the ability to get a diagnosis. I mean, if you were a conscientious objector, I'd admire that. Boom. But this is somebody who I think it's fairly obvious to most of us took advantage of the fact that he was the child of a multimillionaire in order to pretend to be disabled so that somebody could go to war in his place. And I know that that dredges up old wounds from a complicated time during a complicated war. 
Um, but I'm also old enough to remember when conservatives talked about character as something that mattered. Ouch. Presidency. Mm-hmm. And so I think it deserves Amen. to be talked about. Amen. There you go. Mayor Pete. Fuck. <laughs> he's good. Yes. Yeah, he's, he is good. I mean, I, 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 he is un, unflappable. Uh, mm-hmm. This man knows of what he speaks. He is a man of character. He is a man of conviction. And uh, he's not fucking around when it comes to talking about Trump's past. He's not saying, oh, at, you know, cadet bone spurs. No, he's saying, you faked a disability, so somebody else had to go in your place. Because you, chi- you were a child of privilege. That's powerful stuff. Yeah, and I think that also speaks directly to the... Uh you know the mindset of the of the typical Fox viewer who's very gung ho and you know pro. Uh, I shouldn't say gung ho. That's probably that's that's not really a good way to put it. They're they're very pro support the troops, even though even though the Republicans they give lip service but don't actually do that. Well, they're they're support the war. Fuck the troops is really what they are. Because that's, well, that's what the that's what the Republican. The Republican uh, leadership is. Mm-hmm. I would say that the people, the typical Fox viewer, though, is you know they 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 think that that the Republicans you know are, are supporting the troops and not the you know and, and being judicial about what where to send them. But I think uh, that they're not the you know fuck the troops. The people that watch Fox News aren't that don't have that mindset. Well, I I, I, I okay, I agree with you to a certain uh, point, but. They really are fuck the troops because they don't think it through. It, it's like, uh, yeah, oh yeah, you want to go fight? Uh, yeah, nine eleven. Oh my god, let's go to Iraq. If you, but, uh, if, yes, if, if, I mean, if, I, yeah, we're, I think we're, we're on the same side on this one. Yeah. I, I just they they're not. Yes, they're not thinking it through. They're reacting, but um, I, I think they're not intentionally. Um, you know, saying "fuck the troops." No, no, I, I agree with you. It's it's um, it's willful ignorance. It's like they should know, but they're like, "Well, Saddam Hussein was bad." Well, it is willful ignorance because they've laid down on the altar of Trump as opposed to to supporting troops. Yeah, just like they laid down on the altar of Bush. Um, Instead of supporting the troops, yeah, and I, I think they're brainwashed. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yes, they're brain, they're brain dirty. They're brain. They realized it was it didn't take doesn't take a whole lot of soap to do. They're they're brain filthied is what they are. They are the opposite of having clean brains. They okay, are well, that's, that's good too. Dirty rotten their, motherfuckers their in their minds. Patriotism is really kind of strange to me. It really is. Oh. Oh, uh, and Heather says follow, uh, we should follow at M McFadden TV on Twitter. She knows Pete. She's interviewed him. So okay. Um, but you anyway. know, I mean, he, yep. the thing is, is that you have somebody like Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete. He yeah. served in Afghanistan. Yes. And and I I I've read I've read stories where he decided to sign up because he felt like 
Well, I'm talking the talk, but if I'm going to walk the walk, I need to yeah. sign up. Exactly. Uh, Joe, why don't you jump in here uh, before we go to the break? Joe? Did did your mute button go deeper than your voice? <laughs> Joe, did Sharky eat your mute button? Maybe he's uh getting maybe he's riding Sharky down here to get the groundhogs for me. Yeah. A little William Tell overture uh accompanying him. So No, play oh, no. flight of the bumblebee. I need you quicker. Uh, so, <laughs> but Joe, are you there or no? All right. Let's look and see if he's still on the call. Um, oh, looks like, well, the call looks like it's being weird. So, no, he's still there. He's still there. I see him there. Those creepy eyes. Anyway. All right. Brand. Well, let's go ahead and go to the break. Um, because we don't have a lot of time. Because we got Mad Libs to fill out and Sebastian Gorka to make fun of. Greetings. So. Release uh, yeah, the crack. Joe hmm? posted in the chat of the, the call. He said, I have an emergency and have to leave the show. Talk later. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. okay. Thank okay. you for uh, thank you for saying that, uh, Bobber. And uh, All right, Joe, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just pull him out of the call. And we will fill out the Mad Libs uh, when we come back and maybe listen to some uh, Seb Gorka. That Nazi bastard. Uh, so anyway. Nazi bastard. <clears throat> oh, I, I, yeah, I got a treat for you. <laughs> so anyway, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. Uh, Bobber, you, you have a request of any of your tunes? We should probably keep it uh -uh. short. Keep it short. No, uh, you can do the heart. That one's about the shortest one there is, right? Uh, or yeah. She or she won't let go. Is that your preference? She won't let go. Sure, why not? All right. Uh, wake, she wake, won't. Wake this up a little bit. Uh, all right. She won't let go. Here you go. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Bobber with she won't let go. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from the Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And thank you, Scranton. Although Joe had to run uh, and we wish him all the best, but we'll uh, be talking to him very soon. Uh, so, all right, uh, Rain and Mob, I have one last audio clip that I want to play for you that Rain was uh, so gracious to share with us. Um, I'm right, sorry. Right before showtime tonight. But I, I uh, in the tradition of Donald Trump and all of his asshole uh, sycophants, uh, like Rudy the Ghoul Guliani. Uh, you know, who has uh, how much credibility? Oh, Zero. Yeah, how much credibility does he have? Zero. That's how much. <laughs> um, and uh, 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 I decided to pitch up uh, Seb Gorky Pig. I like to call him Gorky Pig. Uh, because again, like I said, he's one of those guys that has a halfway decent voice, but then they force it, they force it, and then you just sound like a douchebag you know or douche chill douche chill so uh you know they, they oh listen to how great i sound oh rather uh, yeah so uh seb gorka uh noted super villain and nazi yes he's a nazi everybody uh and employee of the white house Yes, yes, uh, uh, um, which, you know, uh, and of course, you know, he's one of uh, Trump's fine people, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, Gorky Pig has decided that the the Kraken 
or maybe he's smoking some Kraken, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, it, but the the Kraken has been released because Trump is uh, going to basically watching the detectives uh, to quote uh, <laughs> um uh, uh uh elvis Costello, uh you know so trump is going to start an investigation into why his campaign was investigated but we already know it's because he was colluding with Russians, and everybody says there's no Russian collusion, except for all those like 75 examples that were there. You know, fuck. <laughs> you know, he's had more uh, uh, connections with Russia than I've had death threats against groundhogs. Um, oh, true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so Gorky pig, this is, uh, what it, it, my pitched up, I, I pitched him up. Uh, so now his voice doesn't sound, it doesn't sound cool. It just sounds like a, a cart, a dumb cartoon character that everybody hates. So here we go. Uh, release uh, or smoke the Kraken. I knew this day would come, but I didn't expect it so soon. Thanks to the actions and statements of Nancy Pelosi the last 48 hours, the president has brought forth his decision and the Kraken has been unleashed. With his decision tonight to allow the Attorney General to declassify any information relating to the illegal surveillance against his presidential campaign and his administration, we will find out who began the biggest political scandal in American history and where the responsibility lies. Watch in the next two days, the rats, the hyenas, start to eat each other. Clapper, Brennan, Lynch, even Obama. The fun and games <laughs> have begun. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Stay tuned. NaziBastard.com Yeah. So, uh, I decided, because he gave his website at the end, so I decided to make it NaziBastard.com. Uh, but yeah... <laughs> Really? Oh, oh, Obama! Ooh, finally, mm -hmm. Obama's gonna be locked up. Yeah, you know what? Obama's laughing his ass off, wearing a tan suit with mom jeans. Yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe he's just wearing a, a tan mom jean suit. He's he's just Maybe. living his best life. Yeah. Feet up on Seriously. the desk. <laughs> thanks, Obama. No, really, thanks, Obama. Um, but yeah, I miss Obama. Gorky uh -huh. pig, Gorky pig, smoking the crack, and okay, go for it, go for it, dummy. Be your worst self because that's all you can do. You fucking weirdo Nazi foreign agent trying to corrupt our government. And you know the the last time we play, we talked about him or played audio from him. He was, uh, it was, oh, that C-SPAN caller that said that he was acting against American interests. And he was like, no, I am all about American interests. I love this country, America, you speak about. But I, you know, I mean, it's such a... Me Will, Will Ferrell, you know, doing the, uh, you know, in the, in the hot tub. 
<laughs> oh wow! I don't. I don't quite remember that. We made that skin. love together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, you know, it's it's like really you represent American values, you, you fucking weirdo foreign Asian Nazi creep. No, you don't. You really what, don't. What's really amazing to me about this is that this what he did here on on the Twitter or wherever he put the video. I don't care. Is the fact that Trump basically told Bob Barr you get access to all of it all of the underlying everything Mm -hmm. and you get to tell everybody everything except the stuff that maybe I don't want you to know yeah yeah so it's it's basically just a, a more bullshit from the Trump administration is all it is. In in Gorky Pig is that like oh I'm spiking the football although I think footballs are soccer balls because I'm so American. <laughs> I know that I know that much about and, sports. And Hillary Clinton to be like bring us bring us in front of the Senate. Yeah, I think we no, we probably I don't, to, I don't want to talk to the House. No, we need some I want to talk to the Senate. We need some Hillary texting memes about this. Um so anyway, yeah, Sebastian Gorka, you're a fucking loser. You don't belong in this country. Go away. I'm sure you'll fucking relocate as soon as your uh, you know, welcome is worn out. Doesn't he have like a like a million dollars in unpaid parking tickets too or something cuz he's so dumb about our laws? I think he has like a yeah. I think he has a lot of. Uh, but anyway, all right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, try and wrap up these Mad Libs real quick. Fortunately, our beautiful chatters uh, filled up most of these, so it shouldn't take too long. And I made them do all the verbs and adverbs too. Wow. Yeah. So here we go, Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. We'll go. Uh, we'll start with rain. Rain, I need a plural noun. Um, Groundhogs has been used. Subpoenas. Yeah. Subpoenas. Subpoenas? What? No? What? Subpoenas in this house. Is that what Trump has? <laughs> he is a. <laughs> he is a. Uh, he's a fun guy. Because Stormy Daniels said his mushroom was like a, mush. His penis was like a mushroom. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. And don't say that. Don't say penis about that. Get out of my house! All right, Bobber. I need he's a place under the ground. I need a place. Uh, place. Yeah. Um. Uh. Torture dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I'm building right now for the Groundhogs. All right. Uh, Rain, um, I need... Let me see. I only got a couple more. Uh, A part of the body, plural. Oh, goodness God. Oh, goodness God? Yeah, let's go with that. No. <laughs> um, part of body plural, 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 
Yeah, multiples. Breasts. Uh, okay. That has not been used. Bobber. Sorry, I lied. There are a couple adverbs left, and I'm going to make you do them. Give me an adverb. <laughs> you should. Uh, so, adverb is that what you're, is that what you're telling me? Uh, adverb is yeah, describing a verb like shakily or you know. Right, right. Um, let's see. Um, wetly, moistly. Oh, there you go. Oh, you want moistly? Moistly it sounds like somebody saying mostly with a really heavy accent. Moistly. Hey, moistly, it's, uh, moistly. Yeah, moistly. I'm uh, hanging out around the cardboard cutouts of Donald Trump with holes cut in the mouths and downstairs mustaches. Um, <laughs> rain, part of the body plural. Do you want it to be downstairs mustaches? Again? I, got, that, I just got that. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing that in. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you another one to to use. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Rain, you get a a, a a verb. Oh, that's an action word, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, jiggy. Mm. That's adjective, isn't it? Uh, I think jig, jig. Uh, you could. Perform a uh, you could, you could jig. Jig, let's you go could, with jig. You, you you could jig, so we'll go with jig. Uh, all right, Bobber, a type of liquid, der Braumeister. Type of liquid. Hmm, what could that be? Uh, let's go with a splooge. No, <laughs> I thought you would go with a beer-oriented one. <laughs> uh, Come on, it is, it is. So, uh, all right, let's see what else we have here. This we only got a couple. Like pros against humanity. Yeah, really. It really is. All right, Rain. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm like gonna. Ken, we should play that game. Uh, yeah, let's do it. At the, let's play it at your party. So, I'll bring. Oh, yeah. I'll bring we, the, uh, we, the the game, the game. I'll buy it. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll bring uh, Watch Your Mouth too. You know the game where we did the mouse we spreaders. Have that here. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you have it. That's great. So, yeah, all right, Rain. I, I'm gonna make you do. To I'm us. gonna make you do an. Ad I did. I'm gonna make you do an adverb as well. Uh, describing descriptive in action. Describing in action, like Bobber had moistly earlier. You can you do know, it. You know, I love adverbs because they make me think creatively. Yeah, um, they do, don't they? Stinkily. <laughs> oh, stinkily. <laughs> oh my god, this is going to work out perfectly, actually. Um, oh, perfectly. That's a good adverb right there, right? Okay, we can go with that, too. Uh, all right. No, no, no. Uh, um... <laughs> All right, Bobber, uh, a plural noun. A plural noun. Um, plural noun. Um, Benoit balls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I have to talk to Bob. <laughs> Benoit. 
Okay, I, do we have all of? I think I think we might have we might have three complete. Oh, I think we do. We do. All right, here we go, folks. You ready? Um, the first one is good health to one and all. Here we go. A sinister fitness revolution is taking place. Today, millions of people are doing all kinds of old exercises, such as jogging, walking, and vomiting, to get their bollocks in shape and develop their subpoenas. (laughs) Many many go to gyms (laughs) and health lug nuts to work out by punching a groundhog, lifting... Lifting penises. Don't say penis in this house! <laughs> lifting, lifting penises. Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! Um, or perform... Lifting penises. One see. penis, two penis. Don't say penis in this house! See, you can't do it. You can't. You, you said it a lot. Penis, 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 penis. Yeah. Get out of my house! First. Uh, or performing aerobic tomatoes. <laughs> In the past, deer people have become very weight conscious. They have learned what Christmas ornaments they should, should and should not eat. They know it's healthy to eat green Oreos and sleepy fruit. They also know... Is that like a Ben Carson thing going on there? Uh, They also know how to avoid foods high in turnips and fluffy fats. (laughs) Especially if they want to lead a long and footy life. A footy life. Alright, I'm going to read this one, that one last. Because it's... uh, Alright. Uh, here we go. Is this... Yeah, this is Nursery Rhymes. That's what this one's called. When some mendacious school students were asked what nursery rhymes popped moistly into their breasts... Oh, my (laughs) God. Or were on the tip of their downstairs mustaches... (laughs) (laughs) These were their nightmarish answers. Yeah. That's about right. Uh, Jack and Jill went up the zucchini to jig a pail of splooge. Oh my god! <laughs> Jack fell Are down. You me, people. Jack fell down and broke his snow pee, and Jill well, came. And Jill came drinking after. <laughs> you blame her. I I, I, I wouldn't. The they call him Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your Amway grow? Oh well, with macabre bells and spicy shells and Benoit bells all in a row, or Benoit balls, Benoit balls all in a row. I'm sorry. Um, Three blind, three blind cakes. See how they run. They all went after the chocolate's wife who fucked off their boobs with a with a with a <laughs> with a bloody knife. Oh, God. Damn it. 
Did you ever eat such a Ponzi scheme in your life as three lawyerly mice? <gasps> Jesus Christ, this is dark. That sounds like that a, pretty dark. That sounds man. like it could be a Netflix show. Uh, yeah, serious. Hello, darkness, my old friend. All right. So I couldn't find one about groundhogs, but I found one about skunks. Ponzi's penis again. I found one about skunks, and I have a lot more respect for skunks than I do for uh, those shit rat groundhogs, because at least skunks do their business at night. They're not so bold to walk out in the daylight and do their shit. So anyway, um, let's let's go ahead and get our music back here. Um, Why do skunks smell? Surprisingly, they have noses. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Surprisingly, a skunk is a friendly blueberry who can make a freaky household pet. But what makes these orchards smell to high torture dungeon? The skunk has a, has scent cucumbers that contain a macabre smelling fluid. <laughs> when attacked. The skunk aims this smelly chili at its enemies. <laughs> but the skunk does uh, give warning before screwing. <laughs> it raises its dong. It raises its dong first, and, or or it stamps its or it stamps its taints. So that you can run away as fast as your eyes can carry you. The most stinkily recognizable skunk is the one with it with an orange line on its ovary and another one between its left ventricle and its ears. There you go. That skunk is really messed up. That is a freak of nature right there. It is. It is. What are you DNA stuff going on? I would run. I would run. So, Goofery. <sighs> oh my goodness. Well, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my. Oh my. Go- well, I think we need the the trifecta of oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so and po- quite possibly the oh my god. What? No, no, not that one. Where's my oh oh my god? I lost my oh my god club. So. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I replace it with a, a Tucker Carlson, uh, or not Tucker Carlson, but a, a Shep Smith one. There you go. Oh my God! There it is. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. Let's go ahead and get back to the jingles here and stop that. We got to stop the show right now because we are overtime. Thank you uh, to Joe for hanging with us as long as he could, but he has he's uh, very busy right now. Um, and, uh, I, I really appreciate that he was able to join us for, uh, most of the show tonight, but I don't blame him at all for, uh, scooting and running. It's no problem, but, uh, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and give parting shots right now. Um, I actually, before I give you guys your parting shots, I, uh, during the show, I wrote, uh, a 30 page, um, essay on why groundhogs should be exterminated from the face of the earth 30 page yeah it'll only take me about a half hour to read it okay i'm kidding uh (laughs) all right uh bobber what's your parting shot sir well i hope everybody has a good uh, memorial day weekend uh 
you know, don't forget what the three-day holiday is supposed to be about. But you know, killing groundhogs, right? You don't get all modeling about it either. <laughs> well, yeah, killing groundhogs. I mean, that's what it's about. That's why. That's why they call it, you know, Memorial Day instead of Groundhog Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I'm I'm being a shitheel now. So uh, no, it's fine. Uh, you know, I, I had um, three uncles that that fought in World War II, um, and uh, they all came home alive. So they're they're more Veterans Day than than Memorial Day. But um, you know, it's uh, you don't have to be a right winger to you know appreciate the you know what our forefathers went through to give us a ensure that we had the freedom to, to get on the air and, and and make all kinds of scatological humor see look at that I'll give me an amen for that amen amen but yeah um uh you're right uh there were a lot of good men who sacrificed their lives in uh, many wars that we should be remembering this weekend. And um, it's not just about grilling dogs on your Weber. Uh, or groundhogs on you. Oh, you know. good well, God. I'm not going to eat them. I'm just going to put them back in the earth in a hole of my design, not their design. <laughs> That's all. That's all. I'm going to, they'll, they'll love it. They'll love it. It'll be dark and cold. And they'll give back to the earth. Uh, and a tree root will grow through their skull. Uh, That's right. Shove shove an acorn in their mouth and and then just bury them and, you know. Yep. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But no, uh, I kid. Uh, But no, everybody, uh, uh, Bobber is right, though. Yeah. um, uh, Don't forget the fallen on Memorial Day. Um, And, uh, you know, not just Veterans Day, uh, but you know, uh, if if you know somebody who's served, uh, um, say something kind to them for their sacrifice. Um, and uh, Rain, what what's your parting shot? Well, my parting shot is something I don't, I haven't talked about in the past, but my 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 Uma, my grandmother, mm-hmm. <clears throat> she had a brother who who joined. Who joined the? I, I think he, I think he joined the Navy. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. That's okay. Um, and he joined he joined the Navy. Let's go with that. Um, so he could become an American citizen. He was from Germany. He was not an American citizen. And so they sent him over to the the Pacific, and he died. He died there. Mm-hmm. So my parting shot is to my uncle, who died. In the Pacific, hoping to become an American citizen, which he never got. Yeah. But he was a German. So, isn't that a happy ending? That's very touching. No, no, I, I, I was just thinking about it for a second. It's, That's it's really true. It's it's really true. I. It's it's know, heartbreaking. It, but, it was heartbreaking for my grandmother because she would talk about him all the time and oh, what a good I'm boy sure. he was. I, I can't even imagine. You know, and how he went there, and you know, he joined up and he served, and he never came home. Yeah, he did come home. I, I've got paperwork where he did come home, and he's sitting. You know, his his body is is in the military cemetery on Long Island, New York. But 
Wow. I have an uncle who served this country to fight fascism, global mm-hmm. fascism. Yeah. And he, he 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 lost his life fighting it. So yeah, I I don't have Memorial Day people. I don't have that same experience, uh, but uh, on well, uh, my great grandfather uh, Constante Grossi, who was an Italian immigrant, gave his life. Uh, he didn't give his life. I'm sorry. He was awarded a Purple Heart because he was shot through the roof of his mouth. Uh, and came back um and uh he fought against you know fascists from the country he immigrated from you know he was an italian immigrant uh but you know i guess um on memorial day uh, he he died probably about 20 years ago now but uh he was my great grand the only great grandfather i ever knew and uh, he was a wonderful man. He lived uh, with us uh, uh, for a while. He and um, um, my dad's grandmother, my great grandfather, grandmother, um, uh, Bertha, Bertha and Stan. They lived with us. Constante, although we called him Stan, Granny and Stan was the name we called him. <laughs> and uh, that could have been a sitcom, Granny and Stan. Come on. <laughs> um, but no, uh, we we loved him, and uh, he, uh, he he didn't die in the war. But he's the the one veteran I knew. But he has since passed, obviously. So, um, but anyway, um, actually, he probably died almost thirty years ago. Now it's crazy. I don't even remember. But uh, life catches up with us, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, we gotta go. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Have a good Memorial Day. Um, and uh, if you see a groundhog, kill it for me, please. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it.